0: you could have chose to be you chose to be right here with us on breakfast with champions and that means the world to me and i absolutely stinking love you for it so with that said we are excited to launch the new breakfast with champions podcast thanks so much
1: what up family happy monday hope you guys are doing so incredibly well thank you man let's flash your mics for these incredible guys sharing such wisdom flashing mics if they impacted you flashing mics if they touched you that's what i'm talking about i love to see it does that make sure y'all awake man y'all can't be falling asleep this is monday motivation and you are now kicking it with the social media show. if you don't know what that is like hold on wait is this not breakfast with champions it totally is breakfast with champions we've been in partnership with them like them i'm saying like we not one family we've been together kicking this thing for like over a year now, when Nate Forrest, our brother and friend had a vision to say, yo, let's help people maximize their businesses by literally learning how to leverage social media as a tool, a resource at your disposal to help you overcome all the obstacles preventing your business from making real money. Come on, we all wanna make more money, right? Not for the sake of money, but for the sake of being able to create freedom to live a life that you love living and that is what this bunch has decided to do to help. We got experts in every area. You'll hear from one a little bit after us today, who's an incredible leader, my man, Mr. Tom Challen, and the whole crew will be around here kicking it, kicking it. You know what I'm saying, like we do. But thank you so much for that reset, Christina. I want to say a couple things, and then we gonna, without further ado, hop in. We got something fun for y'all today, so I hope y'all ready. I hope y'all ain't in this place trying to be sleepy. Because we ain't ain't nobody got time for that. If anybody should be sleepy, it should be me from waking up at 3.30 for my first segment in here today, this morning. But I ain't sleepy. I'm ready. I'm juiced. I got life in my bones. But I do want you guys to do something for me. The chat feature is hopping. I see 88 comments on my screen. So if you're in the chat right now and you're happy to be alive and you are thankful that it's Monday, let me see you drop a 100 emoji in the chat. Let me see them. Let me see them. I need at least five of y'all out of 150 for me to feel like y'all actually here with me and you ain't sleep. Let's go. I see one. Thank you so much, Ashley Faye. Appreciate you. Just one. Hey, there we go. There we go. Triple J, Christina, Yvette, Alexandra, Brandy, Francisco, Tina, Super Mario, Cassandra. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for doing that. And... I also want to do the same thing with the shares, man. Let's get this out. Let people know that we're here. If you've already shared it three times, that's okay. Four times the charm today. It's like a four-leaf clover because it's the month of March. The month of March. <laughs> so if you guys will hit that, I'm going to do it right now. I'm be like, yo, pull up because you can. That's what I got to say. And then we're going to get this room shared out. If you guys have not already joined me in that, join me, join me, join me. And then we got something fun for y'all today. So if you know anything about me and Ashley Fay, you know, we always bring the fun because that's who we are as people. So boom, boom, boom. Finally, I move a little slow. I'm slow sometimes, but worth the wait. That's what I like to tell you. There we go. So. Right now, five of you have done this so far. So I'm going to go, Annette, thank you so much for sharing. Yes, yes, yes. Nate Forrest, thank you for sharing. Family, me, myself, I can't thank me. I'm going to do it because I believe in sharing. Sharing is caring and you reap what you sow. Matt McHale, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you so much, Kim, Super Mario, Tina. Thank all of you guys so much for sharing. And we want you to continue to do that throughout the show. We'll shout you out front of everybody core element thank you christina rogers let's go thank you guys so much for sharing sharing is caring and without further ado if you guys want to participate in the conversation everybody got a seat at this table i get it some of you might be in listen mode only but you can also participate in this conversation raise your hand come be a part because you can now without further ado it is my privilege and pleasure to introduce to you the other half of Team Embrace Your Ambition, the better half, she's the better half. I just kind of, you know, try to keep up. But this is the one and only Mrs. Ashley Faye Brinstetter, who we always out here trying to keep up some ruckus and make a lot of difference and impact in the world. What up, family? How you living?
2: What's up,
3: y'all? Good morning, Detective Black. I'm super excited to be here. We have, if you guys see at the very top, you're going to see our Clubhouse worksheets. This is something new that Embrace Your Ambition is doing. Every Monday, we have a segment coming at you guys at 11 a.m. Eastern. So we obviously talk about it the night before and the morning of. And then we put together these bomb worksheets for you guys so that you guys can follow along. This morning, Marcus, I was thinking, I'm like, man, we got to come up with like an Embrace Your Ambition binder because we give out so many free worksheets. They need some place to put them. Because once you join our newsletter, we also give you free downloads and free videos there. And so we just want to be those people that come in and deliver so much more than what you think you're gonna get. You know, we're here to serve. And so the worksheets are awesome. You guys can click that link above and go print it out and you guys can take your notes right on the worksheet. And at some point, because now it's in my head, and if you know me, once I get an idea, I just do it. I just roll with it. Success loves speed, right? And so <laughs> pretty soon, I'm pretty positive we will have an Embrace Your Ambition binder to keep your worksheets in. So. Get excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a really fun topic
1: today. Oh, boy. You heard it here first. You'll get your Embrace Your Ambition Binder to keep all your worksheets in. So, yeah, guys, like, for those of you who have the ability to print that out, it's not just like a generic, like, this lady is incredible with the things she puts together. You should see what she does for our mastermind community. But maybe you will see one day. But right now, this right here, I want you guys to hit that link. Give it because you can follow along on your phone. So you literally can look at it. You can have it on your phone. You can follow along with us. You can see where we're coming from. And this is just one of the many ways that we get to give back. I know many of you this morning in my first segment went ahead and tapped in. Thank you guys for doing that. You will have received this in an email. Once you sign up for this once, you'll get an email every week. When it comes out, when the new one comes out for the next week's segment, you'll get a new email sent directly to you. So that you can tap in, and that's just our way that we give back, man. And I know that a lot of times when you do that, you're like, "I ain't giving you my email so you can sell me everything." Nah, we're gonna be giving you ninety percent of the time, and then just telling you about like the mission trip if you want information about that, telling you about the live events we do, stuff like that. But we it's not to like sell you stuff like Target or I be getting like four emails a day from some people. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, it's not that type of party. You will get the resources that we've created for you because we are go-givers. We believe in giving above all. So hit that, tap in, because you can. Now, I'm so excited for this topic today. You guys don't know, if you only knew how much of a hamilton fan i am how many ham if it's some hamilton fans in the building will you flash your mic flash your mic if you know what hamilton Uh uh-oh let's go look at that i see some. i see like five of y'all that makes me sad that more of y'all not fans of hamilton we got to do better. What are we doing here? But if you also are, I would love for you to drop it in your chat. Drop it in the chat. Like what's your favorite Hamilton song? <laughs> and so I want you to put that in the chat. So if you don't know, I'm I live in Hamilton. Like I feel like I am Hamilton. So this is me. This is who I am. I'm like Alexander Hamilton right now, reincarnated, and I'm living this life and I'm living this dream and I'm just a I was literally about to uh, <laughs> We get to figure out the over-under, like, or something. Whatever the betting people are, let me know if y'all think I'm going to start rapping Hamilton songs before this. I'm trying not to. I'm really shy, guys. That might be hard for some of you to believe because I stand on stages all over the world. But I swear to you, I'm so shy. Like, I'm, I'll am i start blushing. So, I'm trying. It keeps happening in my head, but I'm, like, biting my tongue to keep it from coming out. If you guys think I should rap a Hamilton song, you can drop it in the chat at some point. But let me know. <laughs> but So what we're giving you today are literally the seven we're giving you seven life-changing takeaways from the the musical hamilton now there's a lot more if you have not seen hamilton there might be a little spoilers here not a lot we ain't giving away all the content of it but we're going to give you some things some principles that if you implement into your life will transform your legacy forever so if you've never seen it this will be enough to whet your appetite so you want to go see it but you don't have to have seen it to understand the references. What we are giving you is complete mindset. So I told you this is the social media show, but we're talking Mindset Monday. And the reason we're talking Mindset Monday is because it all starts in the mind. The battlefield is in the mind. Everything you want to accomplish starts in the mind. And we want to take the mindset of a real champion, Mr. Alexander Hamilton, broken down by this incredible musical. And we want to give you some lessons that we know are going to benefit and bless you and so let me tell you how this came about <laughs> i've been working with ashley Fay. how long we've we been working together ashley Faye?
3: couldn't get to my microphone <laughs> um i mean we
4: officially
3: became like partners right before denver but we've been you know talking and figuring all the things out since what like i don't know march march
1: Yeah, year? yes like march in a year. it has that's crazy <laughs> so <laughs> So I've been, I have literally talked to this human being all but two days of the last year, which is crazy. (laughs) And in this space, we've been figuring, we've been growing. So since the first time I took my family, we all went, it was like after the first Embrace Your Ambition, we went to her home in Colorado and I had a brilliant idea. I was like, I know what we can do. like, what are we gonna do? Ashley Faye's like, let's go climb a mountain. Let's go drive on the side of a mountain. Let's go jump off of a mountain. Everything that she wanted to do had something to do with a mountain. And if you know me, you know I ain't about that life. I'm not about that mountain. I want to see the mountain. I, I would love to see the view from the top. I don't want to drive on the side of it or climb it. <laughs> so so that's where I'm at. So I'm like, i tell you what, I got a better idea. <laughs> let's not. Let's protect ourselves from death and let's watch Hamilton. And they were like, Boo. So nobody wants to watch Hamilton. So we didn't watch it. I've been to her. How many times have I been to your house, Ashley Faye? Four? Is that right? Four? It's four or five. I can't remember. Four or five. I I
3: know. I was trying to decide.
1: (laughs) It's either four or five. But every time, there's been one constant. And that constant is, I've wanted us to watch Hamilton. And I literally asked, oh, yo, y'all should have seen her. Y'all think she all nice and sweet. She is. She's an angel but she got another side that y'all haven't seen. And it's a little spicy, little caliente. And so not this last time, but the time before that, when we did our photo shoot for all our brand and magazines and all of that stuff, we did our brand shoot, we were there and I got us to finally watch Hamilton. So her husband was like, okay, Ash, we about to watch Hamilton before I had to go to the airport. And she was like, oh, no, you're not. We got, and she listed like 17 things to do. We are working. We ain't watching no Hamilton. And I was like, Okay, my bad, I'm sorry. I suggested it, I felt like I got Brian in trouble because he was like, let's do it. And she was like, let's not, we got work to do. That's so y'all know who's really running the show here. So we had work to do. But finally, this last time, I finally got us to watch Hamilton. If you guys don't know, Hamilton is three hours long. So it took us two nights, but we got her done, baby. We were snowed in. It ain't like we had nothing else to do. <laughs> and I got stuck there for an additional day in the snowstorm. So we finally watched it. And Ashley Faye, what would you say? What What do you say after I finally got you to watch Hamilton?
3: It was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I love shows that have some meaning behind them and teach you some things. I guess it's more like a movie, but I really enjoyed it. What's the guy's name that I like so much, though? I mean, I know he played Thomas Jefferson later. What was his first name? He though? played
1: Lafayette as well. I can't remember his name in real life. Yes.
3: Lafayette. I was trying to think of his French. He was awesome. The whole cast is really good, but I mean, it was a really good. And Brian enjoyed it too, which is awesome because Brian usually falls asleep during stuff. Um, and so he stayed awake. So it must have been good.
1: Boom. So we watched this. And I can't the reason it means so much to me and you guys get to hear us kind of talk a little bit about it We had fun watching it. We took it in but it means so much to me because if you look at the undertones and I don't really watch any movie just for the sake of watching it I know that might be bad, especially for movie people I know Sally's in the building shout out to this incredible human being and director like but for me there's always something that they're trying to convey. There's messages that they are communicating to literally help enhance your life if you participate in the process. So when I watch Hamilton, I see a young man who comes from brokenness, who comes from poverty, who comes from sickness, who lost, who suffered grief and lost, and who literally went to a whole new place with nobody, with nothing but a goal and a dream in his mind. And he literally was able to build a legacy that long outlived him that we're talking about today. And so what we want to give you is the seven takeaways from this so that you can create a legacy that outlives you and you can maximize your life based on the principles from this. And there's way more than seven, guys. If you watch it, it's a three-hour-long special. It's way more than seven. We narrowed it down to seven because we don't got all day to do this with you. But we're going to get into it. So without further ado, you heard how all of this came about. But I'm so glad that they enjoyed that with me. And if I ever spend time with you and we have enough time, if we got more than three hours, we will absolutely watch Hamilton. And I will try not to sing along every lyric of every song because I know them and the accents and everything. So I'll try not to do that. I didn't do it for the status, cause I didn't want to ruin it for them. <laughs> but without further ado, we are kicking it off. So I want you guys to know that if you have the worksheet, you'll see that it starts with this quote that says, listen, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough one time is all you need they always say yolo you only live once yeah but if you do it right all you need is once and that means literally the principles that we're going to give you today hamilton did it right and we want you to do it right so when you get into it number one the first principle comes from the title track the number one song alexander hamilton where it tells you the story an overview of his life and you learn things about his parents and his background and the poverty and all of these things, the sickness, him losing his mom. You learn all of these setbacks there. It's almost as if like he was playing with a losing hand. That's a shout out for my man's Nate. Nate in the building out here, Mr. Poker Player, he had a losing hand. He did not have pocket jacks or pocket aces, pocket rockets, whatever you call them. He didn't have none of that. He had some something bad. <laughs> but he did not allow, and this is the principle, Alexander Hamilton did not allow the things that he was going through in his life to stop him from becoming all that he was meant to become. Literally, I want you to understand that you're not defined by your past. It doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter what you face. Some of y'all right now is facing a situation that you don't know how you're gonna get out of. You don't know how this works out for you. You don't know how things work out in your favor you are struggling with a situation or a circumstance and thinking that can't be me. It's too late for me. My moment has passed. I'm not the hero. I'm not this person. I'm not uber talented. And you're filled with self-limiting belief and doubts because of your life experiences have caused you to disqualify and discount yourself and you have to stop. You gotta stop doing that. Me and Ashley Faye both, I'll let her speak to it. We come from small towns where people don't go. People don't have bigger dreams often. People say, I'm this is it. Why would you it's like the Moana. Like, listen, who no one leaves. Why would you leave? You got everything here. Nobody leaves. But we are the people who left. And we are the people who dare to dream. So speak to that, Ashley Faye, because you are no stranger to pain. You are no stranger to loss, grief. All of it. But it's not once stopped you from leveling up and having even bigger dreams for your future, just like my man's Hamilton.
3: I mean, I think David earlier hit on it so well, saying life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. And that's a really hard thing to comprehend when you're going through some really hard stuff or where your circumstances are not setting you up for success. Right. And you have all these things around you that are, are draining you and making you feel like you're not enough. I mean, like Marcus said, I come from a very small town. When I wanted to leave, when I wanted to go study abroad, God bless my family, but they thought I was crazy. They were like, why would you wanna do that? We're all here, right? Like that's how I grew up. You just all kind of stay there and you stay around each other. And so living so far away and kind of chasing my dreams is this new thing. And it's hard to kind of get past that and get, out of those circumstances and, and out of that spot and then losing my mom, I mean, that was such a major setback for me, you know, and it, I did not choose to believe the positive route and believe that life was happening for me. Instead, I kind of went a negative route and believed that it was happening to me and I was angry and, you know, I sat around and I was a lesser version of myself for so long that I still finally hitting the $54 stood up and did something about it, you know, and, that's another one, the negative 54, what I thought was going to be a really difficult time for my family ended up being the change, the thing that kind of changed my life and made me realize that I was meant for more and that I had to get up and I had to do something. And for a long time, I didn't want to share that story. I was embarrassed. You know, I didn't want to put that out there that I started with negative $54, but then opening up about it is what made things take off. So not only does your, your past, like not define who you can become, but it shows other people what you can overcome if you share it. And that has just made everything for me, just kind of sharing all the things, all the past things, even though some of them are really difficult to share. Some of them I'm really embarrassed by. Some of them, you know, I wish wouldn't have been the way that they have, but I've been very open about sharing them because I want people to know they're not alone. I want people to know that whatever circumstance they're in right now that does not define them. They can step up, they can get out, they can do what they were made to do and become who they were meant to become. But it takes, you know, understanding that, understanding that overcoming is part of the story, all your struggles are part of the story. You can't have a testimony without a test. And that's kind of like, that's why I love Hamilton right off the bat is you got to hear how hard his life was and how he overcame that, how he still stepped up and became exactly who he was placed on this earth to be. Marcus, (laughs) are you you okay?
1: (laughs) No, my volume went away right then. I loved what you were saying. And it's like, right as you were transitioning, it's always something, but I'm here so no thank you thank you thank you and you're exactly right and right off the bat you get to see the difference hey listeners if you enjoy
5: listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Difficulty And the issues and the trauma. So I want you to know that if you're a person that comes from trauma, you come from difficulties, you come from a difficult background, you got to not play the victim. You got to understand that it's not happening to you. You got to make the choice to switch your mindset to know that you got everything you need to go on this epic journey. And you can live a life that is so far beyond what you even dream or imagine. If you are willing to do the work and be an active participant in your come up, right? So, look, we're going to keep this party train rolling, moving right along. Oh, somebody, Ashley Faye, just sent me an idea. We'll have to talk about this later. The binder should be autographed by you and I. I bet you can make that happen. Anywho, we'll come back to that. So, um, <laughs> number two, if you're following along, we're giving you the seven life-changing takeaways from Hamilton the Musical. If you want to follow along, you can hit the little link above, and it'll send you a pretty download where you can follow right along with us. Number two, hey, I bet y'all could guess what number two is. Can it? A matter of fact, somebody unmike if you can guess what the number two principle from Hamilton is. Let me see. Let me get a guess. Let me get a guess. Come on, man. They all being too quiet right now. Come on. Okay, or not. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. That makes me sad. I want you guys to participate. I give it a shot. Some, maybe, saw taking,
6: my- maybe taking your shot. The song. I gotta
7: take my shot. I didn't see it, but I love the musical. This is
1: Tina. Okay, Tina, let's go. Okay, and I am not throwing away my shot. You are exactly right. That is number two. So if you guys are following along with us, number two is I'm not throwing away my shot. And when I first heard that, the very first time I ever heard Hamilton, I was like, yo, this dude is me. Because that's where I am right now. He said, listen, I'm just like my country. I'm young, I'm scrappy, I'm hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. Oh, I was this close to going in. I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna, maybe, maybe if y'all stick around to the end, I'll rap a Hamilton song for you. But I can't do it right now because I get too into it. So not throwing away my shot. And this basically means stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? I know that, like, I have a story. Ashley Faye got a story. Many of you guys know I'm mentored by Mr. Les Brown. He's one of the greatest communicators of all time, literally of all time. Like, this guy is incredible. How I met him, you ask, on Clubhouse. January 2021, he was hosting a room. It was hundreds of people in this room. The clubhouse was still relatively new. It was a new it wasn't new, but it was a new phenomenon until like it started exploding at this point. And I was in this room and it literally said, "You got 60 seconds to inspire me in 2021 in January of 2021." And you know what played through my mind in this moment? <laughs> I'm not throwing away my shot. When can you get in close that close proximity to a literal living legend and be able to share my gift and my voice with him? So, I got in line. I raised my hand. Clubhouse used to be a little different then, guys. Now, it's much more participatorial. Like back then, not everybody could have a club. You had to have done so much on the app to have a club. Back then, not everybody. Like it was so different. Like you couldn't get on every stage and when you did, You had to like sit there for like hours and wait in line to talk a lot of times the room would close before you got your turn to talk it was frustrating anyway this was what i was doing and i raised my hand and i got brought up and i literally sat in that room from 2 p.m till about 2 a.m if you don't know how long that is i'll do the math for you i sat in that room for about 12 hours and it was um, almost 2 a.m. in the morning before I got my chance to speak my heart to Mr. Les Brown. But you know what happened? I went so hard at 2 o'clock in the morning. I didn't care if my wife and kids were sleeping in the house. I'm I'm not throwing away my shots. And I gave everything I had. And I poured my heart and soul out. He said 60 seconds, but I waited 12 hours. So by all means, sir, forgive me. I'll ask for apology afterwards, but I took 120. And I gave two minutes of my heart and soul, my life story, and I didn't throw away my shot. And now I have the ability to call Mr. Les Brown, or he will call me just to check on me. And this is an incredible human being that I've been able to do life with that's pouring into me because I didn't throw away my shot. What shot is on the table for you? What opportunities are coming? Listen, opportunity doesn't knock. It waits for you to step up and go unlock the gates. It's waiting on you but you gotta do something. You gotta be ready, you gotta be prepared, and when your door opens, not be so afraid, not let fear hold you back, but to step up. Ashley Faye, I know, I know, you ain't throwing away your shot, and I've watched you live this principle as well, so share with the people, man, so they know. It ain't just me, that's not an anomaly, this can be all of us.
3: Damn straight I'm not throwing away my shot. (laughs) We have this, like, thing in our house, like, If I see an opportunity and it aligns with my vision, I say yes, you guys. Opportunities are all around you. You're just not looking for them. You've got to find them, just like Marcus was saying. And when they pop up, if they align with their vision, if they align with where you want to go and who you want to be, you've got to say yes before you allow that self-doubt and that fear and all those circumstances, you know, that say you're not good enough to creep in. You've got to say yes quickly. (laughs) And so it just... I mean, there's been so many opportunities that I've been able to say yes to, but one that's kind of more recent that I think was really fun. I was, it was in the fall. And if you guys don't know, I have a lot of boutiques that are kind of under me and fall for a product-based business is chaos. I mean, it is utter chaos. You got Black Friday, you were trying to prep things. I'm really focused on marketing for all these women, all these things. And it is nonstop from the minute my feet hit hit the ground in the fall. My family understands this. It's a season. Life's lived in season. But one day I was literally running up and downstairs doing all kinds of things. And I noticed that my favorite human being, <laughs> my favorite mentor, will say, Jennifer Allwood, was in Breakfast with Champions. I know this because I follow her like crazy. I've followed her for years. She's been a mentor for me, but she didn't know me. Um, But I was constantly commenting and things like that. Anyway, I saw her in Breakfast with Champions. So I popped on and I saw my shot. Haley opened it up for questions and I was like, "Um, hello. And so I got to share with Jennifer Allwood my story. I got to hear from her. And then she messaged me to be on her podcast. And it's just like, you know, grown since there. And that was, for me, that was a big deal. I mean, I I had written a year before that people I want to work with. And number one, at the top of my list, someone I wanted to be on her podcast or I wanted to do, you know, a virtual event with her, whatever I could do was Jennifer Allwood. So like, even though I remember when it was my turn, I was so dang out of breath, Marcus. <laughs> like I was like, I can't even breathe right now. Cause I'm so busy, but I am not throwing away my shot. And I came in and I was able to come in prepared because, I I know how to say yes to opportunities, you know, and I prepare myself. Like at some point, that opportunity you're waiting for, it's coming your way. We want a TV show, right? Marcus is coming. So we're prepared for it. So get prepared so that when that opportunity slides in there, like you are ready. There is no doubt. It doesn't matter. And let me tell you, it will come at a time when you are super busy or, you know, you have chaos ensuing around you, just like it did for me but do not throw away your shot. Speak up, show them who you are, take that shot, take your moment, it's your time.
1: Woo, snap, yo, it definitely won't be convenient. It's not gonna come at a convenient time for you, so you gotta ask yourself how bad you want it. And I remember that day, and I was texting Ashley Faye in the background, like, oh my God, oh my God. And she was doing all the things, like she was doing. If there's ever a time when I didn't hear from her, it was that time. That was when it was like very sparse because she said like it's all hands on deck it's go time for her business but she literally made it happen and you can too you hear two people now two real life examples of people that we've looked up to for years and wanted to get in proximity to them and we just been preparing we just been working we just been plowing we just been grinding we just been going we just been growing and when the opportunity came just like my man's Hamilton we did not throw away hour shot. If you're just joining in the room, this is team EYA, Marcus Black, and Ashley Faye. I got bars like Hamilton. That wasn't planned. Listen, if you if you want to um, come up and participate in the conversation, please do. Please continue sharing the room out. I love seeing what you guys are uh, dropping in the chat. So, so super great and super grateful for each of you. And we'll keep the party train rolling. So we are now on number three. So if you've been riding with us and you've been rocking with us, we're giving you seven literal takeaways, life changing takeaways from the musical Hamilton that can transform your life. Get your mindset right. And number three was one when the things began to shift. And number three, listen, this is a good one. This is in alignment with things that we've been talking about in Breakfast with Champions over the past week. But number three is called Wait For It. And this was an interesting concept in the song, but I want to read some lyrics to you and then I'll set this up. So it literally said, it said, listen, death does not discriminate between sinners and saints. It takes and it takes and death takes, but we keep living anyway. We rise and we fall and we break and we make our mistakes. And if there is a reason that I am still alive when so many others around have died, i'm willing to wait for it and it goes on in the bridge there's a couple of lines from the bridge that really were astronomical that hit me in my gut when he said i am the one thing in life that i can control it's me i'm the only thing in this life i can control and he said i'm not falling behind or running late i'm not falling behind or running late so when you think about this concept Now now we're getting real. So if it's all right with y'all, we get real. That's what we're doing. It's like we've been living in the twilight zone the last few years. People have been losing business left and right. People have lost loved ones left and right. There's all this conflict in the world. The price of groceries and gas shooting through the roof astronomically. Stock market is volatile. Everything is cray-cray. We've had all types of things over the last couple years. We ain't got to go into that because you've been on the planet. You don't live under a rock. You know what time it is. And you will be a fool if you sit here and act as if that ain't affected you at all. It's affected all of us. And even if it hasn't affected your mindset directly because you're that strong, somebody you know and love has been affected and it's caused you to feel heavy because you're now trying to figure out how to support somebody you love whose mental health is taking a hit. Who doesn't see a reason to keep pressing on? Who doesn't see a reason to keep going? Who's struggling so difficult to find themselves and to find their passion, to find their hope, and to find their life. And that's why this one got me so much. Because he said, listen, one thing for sure in this life is death. Death is, it doesn't discriminate. Everybody got to go. The good people, the bad people, it doesn't matter. Everybody got to go. No discrimination from death. So he said, if there's a reason I'm still alive. And if anybody in this room has ever asked the question, why am I still here? What is it for? What is all of this for? What is this pain for? What is this joy for? What is this life experience about? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to do on the planet? (laughs) You got to be willing to wait for it. You have to be willing to wait for it. And that means so many people give up. And throw in the towel and decide I can't go on. I'm not strong enough. I can't do this. I can't deal with this. Just before the breakthrough. And somebody right now needed to hear me say these words to you. Your breakthrough is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. It's right here, fam. Your breakthrough is coming. Somebody got tears in their eyes right now because they were looking for a sign from God. And now you hear me saying your breakthrough is coming. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you your breakthrough is coming. So never give up. It gets greater later and purpose will literally, it's who you are. It's how you walk out. It's how you give meaning to your pain and your circumstances. And I know Ashley Faye, when you have a famous quote, it's like the words that you always say, because there's a particular way in which you wait that leads and sets you up for success. And I want you to speak to that.
3: Wait with action. It's crazy. I said that during the first Unleashing Hope Challenge, and it just resonated with people because we talk about this a lot, Marcus. People probably get annoyed with me talking about the gap, but there's a gap that we're all in between the promise, that vision that you have seen, and the provision where it actually happens. And being in that gap is a really hard place to be. That's your waiting time period, right? You're not quite there yet you haven't reached that breakthrough moment like Marcus is talking about and what we're telling you to do is is continue to wait for it. Do not settle for something less than. We live in a microwave culture I know you guys have heard me say this people want things now 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 and we're telling you no, wait for the big thing. Wait for the vision that you have been promised. However while you are waiting, we need you to wait with action and by that I mean take the steps that you know you can take. There are some things that you know without a shadow of a doubt that have to happen that you can do before that provision, before that breakthrough can happen. Right? And when you're done taking the steps, guess what? Then I want you to serve. I want you to help others get to their breakthrough while you're waiting for yours. And then they'll turn around and help you. That is life. You guys, we all rise together. There's room for all of us at the top of the mountains, all those things. Right? And so while you're waiting on your breakthrough, serve and help others. And while you were talking about breakthrough, Marcus, it made me think of the crags because I want to bring people out here so bad. Um, there was a mountain. I'm not going to go into the whole detail that we love to climb, but before we hit the top, we were exhausted. My back hurt. I literally had crying children. Like they were ready to go home. Um, we hit a bunch of boulders and it was really hard and it was full sun. And then we got up to the top and it was like the breakthrough moment where you looked around and I've seen the prettiest landscape, you know, the prettiest views I've seen so far. Part of that reason for seeing that beautiful landscape was how hard it was to get there. But what I learned from that climb and what I've learned throughout every year that I've been in business, every hard part of business, it is always hardest before the breakthrough. So when things are getting difficult for you, you are so close to leveling up. You are right there. You have got to push through that. I will tell you firsthand that before I had Ashley Faye designs and I had other side businesses, when things got hard, I gave up with Ashley Faye designs. was the first time when things I got, got hard, I pushed through. And now I've pushed through every time. And I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, after every single hardship, I leveled up the breakthrough came after the hardest part. It's always darkest before the dawn, right? So if you're in those moments, like Marcus was talking about, if you're wanting to give up, I'm telling you, you have to keep pushing because you are so close. You are in the boulders right now. Embrace the boulders and keep climbing, you guys.
1: Let's go. Listen, I was in the comments. I'm like, yo, it's jumping over there. They loving it. They picking up what we putting down so but i'm back and you're exactly right wait with action guys keep going keep pushing because you can and now we get ready that we on the we're in the middle we're right in the middle of these seven seven principles and so we we just wrapped up number three was wait for it it's from the song wait for it in hamilton if you guys never listen to hamilton and you don't know if you can watch the actual full movie right now which is on disney plus by the way i'm not even getting paid disney plus what's up with this listen but no i love it that much seriously You can also find it on Apple Music or Spotify and listen to these specific songs. And if you got your sheet because you hit the link above and you got it, you can literally listen to them while reading the notes you took from today's teaching and make it come that much more alive for you. So moving right along. Number four. Oh, man. I'm going to be I'm going to be real honest with you. all It's going to be real hard for me to make it through these last four without shedding tears or without getting emotional because they mean so much to me. Like, this is the nitty-gritty. We're talking about life or death right now. We're talking about success. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about the things that matter most in this life, and we're about to turn it up two notches right now. So that said, whoo, snap. Number four is from the song, That Would Be Enough. (laughs) Ashley Faye, Ashley Faye. Okay, all right, all right. This one is getting me already because I know. Here's what I know here's what I know. Flash your mics if we can keep it real in in, the, in here. Like, let me see you. Let me see you. I know I'm asking y'all to do a lot. I keep asking you this. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you so much. I see y'all. I see all of y'all all the way down. Thank you so much. All right. Keep this. This one gets me because there are at least five people in this room who have asked the question, is life even worth living anymore? I, I said at least five. If I'm honest, there's a lot more of you who've asked that question in the last six months. You know how I know? Because I do. Because pain is a fact of life. Grief is a fact of life. Death is a fact of life. Struggle is a fact of life. Difficulty is a fact of life. Hardship is a fact of life. And so when you go through these things and you're just looking for hope, You're just looking for something to come through for you so you know that this life is worth living. And I'm telling you the life is worth living, but that's why this song resonated with me so much. Because what it says is, oh, goodness. It says never, I'm saying, never forget to stop in the midst of chaos and express gratitude because the song says that would be enough. She literally says this is Hamilton gets fired from his job. He has to go home and he's depressed because a war is happening. He he has big dreams. He's chasing glory. He's chasing his dream. He's chasing significance. He's chasing legacy. He's trying to create something. And all of you have been pregnant with vision before and known how difficult it is for you to try to birth a vision, to birth a dream. That is a struggle. Any woman in this room that's ever bared an actual child knows the birthing process is no joke. Shout out to all of you women who sacrificed your bodies to give life and bring life, we appreciate you. But I'm looking at this, and it's hard. It is hard. So he's now depressed because he's home, and he's not doing the thing he dreamed of. He's not doing what he wanted to do. And as he sits there, he gets this reminder from his wife who has to let him know, listen, I need you to look around. She said, look around. And I'm saying to you guys, I know it's tough right now, but look around. Utter chaos is taking over the world, but look around. Look at where you are versus where you started. And at the end of the day, this is for the five of y'all who feeling like giving up today and you came here, not even knowing why you came here. You've still been sitting here, but you ain't gonna give up. Not on our watch. We ain't gonna let you because God had other plans for your life. And I just needed to let you know that. Said so look at where you are versus where you started. Yeah, you ain't where you wanna be. Yeah, you ain't where you gonna be, but you ain't where you used to be. And this is your reminder to look around in the present moment. And literally says, if you stay alive that would be enough. Your existence today is enough. You are (laughs) enough. Listen, it don't matter how much money is in your bank account right now. Fortune and fame don't mean a dang thing because you can't take it with you. The simple fact that your heart is beating (laughs) is enough and if the best thing you could do for yourself and your life and your dream during this season right now is to just hold on you don't even know what you are holding on for but hold on don't throw in the towel don't give up keep living keep going keep going if that's the best thing you did that is a win today that would be enough and we had to talk about it because so many feel like they're not enough you feel like you can't overcome. You feel like this is too tough. You feel like it's too hard. It ain't too hard. And you need to know in this moment, you'll never be more significant than you are in this moment right now. Right now, you are loved. Right now, you are safe. Right now, peace is within you. And if you cling to it and you just hold on, it gets greater later. And that would be enough. And Ashley Fay, I want you to speak to the people because you are one of my heroes in this life. Uh, You literally, I don't know very many people more strong, more resilient than you, more hardworking. and And every stumbling block the devil tries to throw your way, you rise to the challenge every time, understanding that no matter what you've been through, you are enough. And... I just want you to speak to that concept of like whatever's on your heart over this concept and being grateful for where we are and even in your journey as a speaker you are so i know you ain't where you want to be but good lord girl from where we started and to where you are my mind is blown but i'll just let you talk
3: it's crazy i find myself getting emotional with this one because if i'm honest with you guys and y'all know me and marcus we're gonna just be truthful Things are really hard right now. Things are shaky. Things are scary. I am making decisions about something that changed my life. And I'm making decisions about, you know, kind of letting that go and becoming who I feel like God wants me to be, you know, and that's EYA and that is speaking and that is bringing hope all over the world and serving and doing mission trips, right? But it's a scary thing. There's been many times when I've thought in my head, like, am I enough? Can I be this person that you're asking me? to be how can i do all of this on top of all that my 11 year old getting or my 11 year old my 13 year old getting bullied right there's just a lot going on and all i can tell you guys is that when i get this way when i'm in those shaky moments those hard seasons like we are right now i pray and all i have heard the past few weeks about all of it about making the decision to move on about you know what to do with my thirteen-year-old, and how to comfort her, and be the mom that I want to be, and and step into the light that I feel like God wants me to do. But it's also very scary to do because I'm afraid I'm not enough. Right? I'm afraid I'm not enough, Freeway, and I'm not the person that can lead. But at the same time, I feel I am. I feel chosen. But all I can do is pray. And the same thing has been resonating with me. And it just—I keep hearing him say, "I need you to pray more." and worry less. Pray more, and worry less. That's all I keep hearing, and so that's all I keep doing, and guess what? It's working. I'm worrying less. I feel like regardless of my circumstances right now, regardless of how shaky things are, or how afraid I am, as long as I'm taking those steps, we're going to get through all of this, and we're going to look back, and this is going to be something that is a testimony for us. It's going to become a testimony and even now like marcus said i look back today as shaky and scary as things are i look back on where i came from and it is leaps and bounds from where i was if if you guys would have met me five years ago i was still pissed off that my mom was gone and i was sitting on my couch and i wasn't being who i knew i could be i was just surviving i was just going throughout my day right and so it, it takes those times, though, of that trial, of that test, so that we can have a testimony. But right now, I want you, if you guys are in that time, pray more and worry less. You're going to get through it. Give it away. Lose control of it a little bit and allow him to have control and just know that you're not, you're not alone. You are not alone. Right now, like I said, we're shaky, too. But we will all rise. We will all get through this.
1: And if you pray more and you worry less and you keep your head up and you be grateful for who you are, for whose you are, and for where you are, that would be enough. <laughs> and moving right along i'm i swear to y'all i'm telling y'all i'm trying the waterworks i ain't gonna lie I cry Let, okay okay all right we need a little bit of comedic relief because it's heavy up in here y'all can act like it ain't but it is and it ain't going the other way so we about to pierce your hearts today with passion and purpose but a little comedic relief so you know every time i watch hamilton i be crying i cried on free willy i cry on movies it's like i don't care i ain't got no shame about it listen i am totally in my masculinity so, but they just touch me. I feel things on a different level. And I think it's because life means so much to me because I had to dance with death. And when you and death do the tango, it changes you in ways that you cannot fathom. So, I would be crying all the time. I cried on Hamilton, right? But I, we got to the end. And when we got to the end of the movie, you know, Ashley Faye, she the tough one. So, she all tough as nails and she hard. And I... I <laughs> It got to my part of the movie, and I looked over at her, and all I seen was tears streaming down her face. I didn't even say nothing. I was going to pass her the Kleenex, but I didn't even do I was like, you know, she going to shed 3G tears. I, <laughs> so I just had to throw that out there. You know, how you feel about that, Ashley? i seen you over there trying to hide your tears.
3: I, I know. I think <laughs> it's funny because I've gotten a lot more open about my emotions and stuff, but I'm definitely you know, pretty good about not crying, (laughs) especially during movies. But yeah, it was a good movie. And it just, when you learn like those lessons in there, you know, that's why I cry at the Disney World fireworks. It happens every single time. I just can't not do it. But (laughs) when you have that lesson behind something, it just, it just touches my soul. I tell people all the time, I don't really cry like when I get hurt and stuff, like I broke my finger during softball and things like that, it doesn't faze me. But I do cry on the things like that, where it touches my heart and I understand where that person's coming from, you know? And, and that's kind of just what gets me. So yeah, I cried, I cried, Marcus.
1: I know, I saw you, I was sitting right there. I ain't say nothing to you though, you know? <laughs> Because I just had to just savor the moment, right? And it was powerful. We were at the end. All right. I needed that. I need a little bit of comedic relief because we going back in. We coming back in hot. We getting ready to land the plane. We got the last three principles, life-changing, life-altering principles from Hamilton the musical. We're picking up with number five. If you guys don't know what the other numbers are, it's too many to recap. But if you hit that link above, you will get a downloadable document sent right to you that tells you all of them. So. And the replay will be available later. You can tap back in and catch the actual audio of what you missed. So, number five is from the song, History Has Its Eyes On You. Oh, snap. History has its eyes on you. And when I heard that song for the first time, I was like, oh, my goodness. And General George Washington was singing his heart out. And he was talking about, listen, right now you are in a position where you are making decisions every day. I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but the average person makes about 35,000 choices a day. Google it if you want to fact check me, I fact check me, I fact check myself. <laughs> average human makes about 35,000 choices a day. And the life that you live is directly affected by, directly correlated to the choices you make. So basically what I'm saying now is you have to move so strategically in a way that you can't just be out here making choices with no plan, shooting from the hip. You're never going to hit your target, just making choices, doing stuff, blowing in the wind, and you can throw your life away in an instant because you made a bad choice. You can mess up, do a whole lot of damage that'll take you a lot more cleanup because you didn't take the time to realize the choices you make matter. And so, all George Washington was saying was, like, yo, the type of choices you want to make, you want to make them in a way that you know that history is watching. History is watching, guys. You know, history is watching you. History is watching the choices you make. One day, somebody's going to tell the tale of your life. One day, somebody's going to talk about you. One day, somebody in your family is going to say, man, you know, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my uncle, my aunt. And they're going to talk about your life question is what will they have to say how are you living what choices are you making are you making choices to sabotage yourself because you don't look at yourself as greater because you don't look at yourself as valuable you don't look at yourself as if you are worth the energy and effort to to literally pour into yourself you sitting here looking down on yourself because you think you don't matter that much so you are intentionally killing and destroying yourself by making these destructive habits. I don't even got to go down that rabbit hole. But I know what those habits look like. I know my father was an alcoholic. He was addicted addicted to gambling. I know he was angry all the time. He was out doing all types of stuff in the world. And now, listen, you can't go back and rewrite that history. You can do the best you can to pick up where you are and make the most of the time you have left. And do good, be good, serve more, love wholly. But you can't undo what you've done. So this is why you got to be intentional with the choices you make, because history has its eyes on you. And I know, Ashley Faye, you're very intentional about like like you live with intentionality and the choices you make. And you sometimes like you weigh a lot. You weigh those a lot, but you don't do anything haphazardly. Even though you move fast, you think you count the cost, you move with caution and you make very calculated, intentional steps. So I'll let you speak to this before we go to the next one.
3: Yeah, you know, I just believe that everything that we do as a family, our mission is that everything we do has to have a purpose behind it. Even when we started selling supplies to make your own, you know, tumblers and things, which are now in Texas, guys. But (laughs) um, when we talked, when we sat and we talked about like going into this side of the business, I was like, yeah, we can do this but it was never about it making money. It was always about what is the purpose behind it? What are we going to add to this to make sure that everyone that gets a package from us is feeling seen, is feeling heard, is feeling served, is being prayed over. And so we sat down in that way and and talked about the purpose behind all of it, behind Ashley Fay Designs, behind that supplies manufacturing company, behind EYA. Everything has its purpose. It's not just, being, it's not just trying to make money. And this always makes me think of like the ripple effect, like the decisions you make, the choices you make, even if you don't make a decision, indecision, still a decision, right? Everything creates some kind of ripple effect. So what kind of ripple effect do you want to create? I will stand by the fact that I am nowhere near perfect. I make a hell of a lot of mistakes. I have hurt people. I have done things I wish I wouldn't have. Right but I have purpose. I am not perfect, but everything that I do, there's some kind of purpose to make sure that the ripple effect I'm creating is something of impact is something of hope and faith and serves people so that they will continue that ripple effect with purpose. And that's how the world has changed. I think people think like the world is changed by these big giant, you know, um, heroic events and yes, but it's also changed if we all just keep showing up with purpose behind our decisions and the choices that we make because you create a ripple effect whether you realize it or not you are influencing someone so learn from your mistakes that you have made and start showing up with purpose behind your choices
1: Woo snap because you can listen guys we're coming on down the mountain we got two left and we're giving you the seven life-changing principles from Hamilton the Musical. And we're tapping in right now. And we're on number six. Whew. <laughs> and number six is from the song Dear Theodosia. This was Aaron Burr's child. <laughs> and he and Hamilton both sing songs to their children. And I cannot, uh, oh, I cannot hear that song and not be overwhelmed with emotion. Because they're literally talking about how like basically the kids are the apple of their eye, but like how they do it for them. Like I'm putting on for you. I'm making a choice to show up for you because whether you know it or not, the kids are always watching. Like I've been doing this thing for a minute. I've been at this for a minute. I've been because you can in and yelling all over cities and making content for a couple years now. And over Christmas break this past Christmas, my son, my oldest son, Marcus, came to me. And he brought me his iPad. He said, hey, daddy, look, I want you to see something. And I was like, oh, what's up, man? What you got? And he pushed play on a video. And it was him pretty much verbatim quoting me. It's on my IG somewhere. But he said, hey, I want you to live life. And I want you to love life. And he said, why? Because you can. And in that moment, I almost froze for a minute. Because I'm like, I've never once told him to say that. I never once have like intentionally sat down and talked to him about that. He's always talking to me about me and Miss Ashley and how he wants to be like us and how he wants to help people. and, And this is like, listen, the kids matter and they are our future. And so many of us are looking at the future generation like all hope is lost and it's not. It's, you know, the, future, the generation before us looked at us like that and the generation before them looked at them like that. And that's just a cur- recurring thing because things change and things are different. But you got to know and understand in your heart and your soul that these children are the future. And as long as children are continually being born, somebody in this room is pregnant right now. If you're pregnant with an actual child, drop it in the chat so people can see I'm not making this up. And as long as there are pregnant people walking the planet and they are having children, that is proof that God is not done with the world yet. No matter how much evil, hatred, cruelty you see, he ain't done with the world yet because we continue to see the children be born. And so this is it. Like they have the potential to heal our world. They have the potential to right our wrongs. So we got to nurture them, fight for them. And the way you live literally affects the way and even if you don't have children of your own, you got nieces and nephews or or godchildren or the best friend or somebody you know children and the way that you live matters, we got to protect them, because they are our future, and when I heard that song, like, man, he was just like, yo, I know my father wasn't around, but I promise I'll be around, I'll be different, I'll be different, I'll make it right for you, I'll bleed and fight for you, and because I'm making this choice to do this one day, you're gonna blow us all away, oh, I'm done, I can't, so Ashley, if I let you speak to that as well, like, because I know like, man, your little girls are like little shining stars who are literally walking in mama's footsteps. But I'll let you talk about it.
3: Okay, guys, write down this quote. Cause this quote for me, I, I heard it years ago and it has changed the way I've thought about things. I think Dave Ramsey said it, but I'm not hundred percent positive. He said, inheritance is something you leave for someone and a legacy is something you leave in someone. So I thought, okay. I have, obviously I want to leave my girls an inheritance so that they, you know, have financial means and, and a business to run. But the legacy, the legacy that I want to instill in them, the legacy of knowing that the dreams in their heart that are right now, they need to keep those and they need to fight for them and they need to know they can accomplish them. Because how often do we have dreams as kids? And as we grow up, we lose those dreams. Not my kids. Hell no. Because they see a mom who is chasing God, who is chasing her purpose, who is chasing the vision in the dream. And they've seen, here's the thing. This is my favorite. I am so open with my girls when I make mistakes. They have seen me fall. They know I'm not perfect. They've seen me messed up, but they are watching me go forth. They are watching me chase the dreams. They are watching me say, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to give up on this because it was placed on my heart. And I love, I, man, like to see these girls dream so big, it makes my heart just, just sore because they know that if they add God into everything that they do and they know that that vision was given to him and they know that the glory always goes back to him, then they can accomplish anything. They are limitless. They truly see themselves as limitless. So Carrington, my 13 year old, I keep getting the red bar. So I'm hoping everything's okay. <laughs> just um, okay thank you um my 13 year old is our secret weapon for embrace your ambition um we had her speak she's spoken to all of them so far she's going to continue to speak at the ones she can come to but her first time speaking on stage i sat with her prior she's like i really would like to do this i she loves being on stages she's that kind of girl um and I was like, okay, cool. So we came up with like her speech, which was a superhero pose. It's something she's done ever since she was a young girl, do the superhero pose. And she got up on the stage, you guys, and she started bawling. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm getting emotional thinking about her on that stage. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's not going to be able to do this. Oh my gosh, what am, I, what am I doing? What did I just put my baby girl through? And she just started bawling. She had her hand over her mouth. And. I ran up in front and she looked down at me and she took a deep breath and she delivered the most beautiful speech. It was heartfelt. It was far from perfect, but it had so much purpose behind it. And there was not a dry eye in there. We were all bawling with her. And when I came off and she hugged me, she said, mom, I said, yeah, babe. She said, I didn't think I could do it, but then I looked at you. And I remember that you had those thoughts of not thinking you were enough and not thinking you could do it. And I, I knew I could in that moment. She's like, and I felt God was next to me and I knew I was fine. And then the girl that stepped on stage at Dallas, she was like this whole rock star. Like (laughs) she was good. I mean, this, she is a shining star, you guys, but she still Felt in a moment on the stage that she was not enough and that she could not do it, right? But because she had seen me feel those things and know that I had been in that position before and I still did it, and I had taught her to have God conf- confidence, is what we call it, when she doesn't have confidence, and that courage is the greatest thing you can ever have. Screw confidence, give me courage. I'll gain the confidence along the way. And in that day she had courage because that is what she has in- known, that is what has been instilled in her. And she took that deep breath and she pushed past the fear. And that for me is a moment, Marcus, I will never forget for the rest of my life, going to sit down in front of her and seeing that, t- that deep breath she took and having just courage kind of take over and present such a beautiful speech. But leave the legacy in the kids, leave the legacy in other people, because the world depends on it. It's just like the ripple effect we were talking about. That's how we change the world.
1: Woo snap. Oh my goodness. Yep. 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 Definitely a moment in time. We'll never forget. And guys, you've been riding with us. Thank you so much for riding with team embrace your ambition. Thank you to the more than 30 of you or so who have hit this matter of fact today, like there's been over 50 of you guys who have joined in and this is how you support it's free. We're going to be giving back to you. We promise. So those of you who hit the link, thank you. We can't thank you enough. And you can hear a different tone in my voice because that, Whenever I go into this place, it means the the message is really resonating in my heart and I can feel it. So as we land this plane, I want you to know. Oh, what's up, Tom?
8: Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Rookie move.
1: (laughs) I love Tom. If you guys don't know, that was a spoiler alert for what's about to come. So make sure you don't go nowhere. Sit your booties right where you are and plop, because that man and his beautiful bride on this picture are some of the most incredible leaders. They are literally some of the most incredible business owners, mindset, entrepreneurs, event hosts, and fun havers, as well as TikTok superstars. Like, if you want to learn from some people, you definitely want to learn from them. So make sure you invite your friends, pull up a glass, and we're getting ready to pass it off to them as we land this plane. But the seventh and final, seventh and final, (laughs) the seventh and final takeaway from Hamilton the musical, Is from the last song on the entire movie, and it's called Matter of Fact, (laughs) I won't tell. Set it up. It's literally they're getting ready to go, and it's going away, and everything is happening. I won't spoil the entire thing for you, but George Washington is singing. It's also words that he sings in a previous song, and he's talking to Hamilton. He says, Let me tell you, Hamilton, what I wish I'd known when I was young. And I dreamed of glory that you have no control of who lives, of who dies, and who tells your story. That's number seven. Number seven is who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And I feel that one in my whole soul. I feel that one in the pit of everything I am. Because I know that many of us right now are obsessed with things we cannot control. We are obsessed with things that are happening in the European continent. am not saying we shouldn't care, but I'm saying some of you haven't slept in weeks. Some of you are burdened beyond measure and you can't control it. There are things outside of you. All you can control is how you contribute. All you can control is how you show up. All you can control is how you live. All you can control is how you give. All you can control is how you serve. That is all you can control. So if you're sitting here, And you're worried about everything you can't control. This, that, and everything else. Listen. That is a recipe for disaster in your life. And this is about legacy. This is very similar to number five, but the difference is we're talking about that legacy. Ashley Faye was just talking about leaving her daughters. What legacy do you leave to the world? What legacy do you leave to those who are watching? Because they are watching. And history does have its eyes on you. And one day people will tell the story of who you are. What type of life did you live? Are you living with intentionality or are you just taking life for granted? Are you just going through the motions? Are you asleep at the wheel? Are you showing up? Man, come on. You don't get to control the narrative. So you got to live so intentionally and so great that when they tell the story, you leave them no choice but to sing your praises. Not because it's all about you getting praises, but because you lived in a way that there was no other, there was nothing else they could do. You live in a way that even the haters can't hate. And that's literally in that song. It's a line like, we couldn't cancel or stop Hamilton if we tried. (laughs) And believe, we tried and we couldn't. And the point is, that's the way you have to live your life. Because that's why we're talking about this man right now. Because of the way in which he chose to live his life. How are you living your life? I'll come back. I'll wrap up. We'll pass to Tom. Ashley Fay. your parting thoughts, my
2: friend.
3: Man, I mean, this always makes me think of the Mr. Jones story, which I'm not going to share right now. But I'm going to tell you guys, Mr. Jones gets a box in heaven. I'm not getting a box in heaven. I'm doing everything I can right now on this planet. Because I know at the end of all of this, we will stand before our maker. And I want him to look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Everything that I asked of you, you did, whether it was risky, whether you had self doubt, whether you were afraid you did it, win or lose. That is what it's about to me. I want my kids to say, regardless of whether I succeed or I fail, whatever that I went for it. I was someone that followed my passion. I was someone that followed my heart. I followed the God promptings and I said, yes, I was obedient again the well done good and faithful servant for me that's what it's about that's what i want people to know about me whenever i'm gone and i hope i think that's what my kids would say right now because i want them to feel like they can do the same thing that's the legacy i want to live in them win lose or draw you went for it you took the risk you did the passion you you had purpose you followed the god promptings and you are being a servant Servant style leadership, you guys. Servant style everything. You're, we're here to serve. We all have a mission. And I'm just trying to accomplish my mission, do the best that I can, you know, with that mission and that purpose in life.
1: Ooh, snap, let's go. And that's what you got. You hear the fire in her heart and her soul. You hear her breathing fire. You've heard it from me. At the end of the day, the challenge is simple. Show up live bold don't throw away the opportunities that are afforded to you make the moments count history is watching you and you don't got no control over who tells the story so live in a way that when they tell the story they'll say you lived they'll say you laughed they'll say you loved and they will literally they literally see the heart behind everything you wanted to accomplish and that is what we're giving you this was important to us to build you up to pour into you because you matter we are grateful for you we are grateful for your time. And guys, this is the social media show. And you listen to the social media show. Like, we want you to know that with from everything inside of us, be great because you can. You are remarkable human beings. You got something so big in front of you. I want you to drop. If you enjoyed that, if it touched you at all, if it resonated with you at all, if you literally came through and you were blessed, drop something in the comments, drop some hearts, drop some love. Let us know, please. We appreciate it. We are humans, but we put a lot of time and energy and effort into this, and we just want to hear from you. So we are super grateful for you guys. And that said, social media show is popping. We ain't stopping either. We going. We are nonstop. We ain't going to take a break like they said in Hamilton and go rest up. State. We're going to pass the mic to a legend in his own right, this incredible human being, Mr. Tom Challenge. But just before I do, listen, we want you to tap in with us off the app. All you got to do is hit this little link shared above by Mr. Nate Forrest, and you tap in and you go join us and follow us on Instagram. And then we have a whole after-party situation on Facebook. But the Instagram will lead you to the Facebook, so go follow the Instagram because you can. Team Embrace Your Ambition loves you. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And I'm past the mic to you, Tom. Tom, I was like, do you want me to rap or not? I'll let him decide.
8: (laughs) Yeah, I got a very special guest speaker coming up. You guys crushed it, though. I think Nate's going to transition. I
9: just wanted to jump in real quick, and uh, you you guys know I'm not saying a lot today, but man, I appreciate you, Marcus and Ashley. Uh, That was powerful. My preacher uh, uh, in Nashville yesterday, I got to watch church online. He talked about courage, and so the biggest thing I just took away from that hour was how important it is for us to step up and uh, show up with courage through any uh, difficult circumstance. And so I just appreciate you, Marcus and Ashley, for showing up, uh, you know, only, you know, those difficult times that you've been through, you've shared some of them with us, but it's impossible to share all of them with us. And I know that you guys have continued to show up over and over when things were tough, when you, when you could have spent time with your family, but you decided to, to travel instead, when you decided, when when you knew you had to work on your business instead of spending time with family or doing things that you really wanted to do. And that's really the difference is what separates leaders from, from people that are just sitting back watching and not really uh, stepping into their greatness, is uh, just showing up and being courageous during those difficult times. So, all I want to say is I appreciate you, Marcus Nashley, for continuing to show up with a with a servant's heart and uh, stepping into God's purpose for your life. And I'm uh, looking forward to doing, uh, you know, just seeing you do even bigger and greater things. And so, with that said, guys, make sure you give Marcus Nashley a follow make sure you're following everything they're doing with embrace your ambition mark on your calendars june 16th through 18th denver colorado if at all possible if you have to get a part-time job a second full-time job if you got to borrow money from you know grandpa and grandma your brother or sister do what it takes to get that on your calendar and uh, come hang out with us at embrace your ambition in denver because uh, uh, something will change your life there it might not be something that marcus and ashley says on stage it might not be something that alexander gonzalez says on stage It might be a conversation that you have with somebody in the hallway, but the things that are happening in people's lives that embrace your ambition and everything that Marcus and Ashley are doing, like I said, you might, you might just, uh, uh, you know, it's probably not going to happen. You're probably going to get a lot from what Marcus and Ashley said, say at embrace your ambition, but the things that they're doing and the things that they're implanting in people's hearts and minds will show up in a, in a powerful way in a conversation in the hallway in a, in a in a relationship a new relationship that you build uh you know on the telephone in person from people that you meet and embrace your ambition so with that said I appreciate you guys mark on your calendars go look up eyambition.com eyambition.com find out everything they're doing with Embrace Your Ambition and I love you both and with that said Uh, Tom Challen, I appreciate you taking over this hour today, Um, Tom, you know, I appreciate you so much you uh, you always show up with a servant's heart and you've been doing it for years and years in the home based business industry with your own businesses you and Kim you guys continue to show up and you guys make people better by just uh, just being a, a giving space and time and energy and letting people spend time with you guys and pouring into them. And so I'm looking forward to, uh, just kind of, uh, you know, kind of just jumping in when I can a little bit today, but I appreciate you, Tom. I'm going to pass the mic to you, man.
8: Love you, brother. Man. I love you too, buddy. You know, it's, it's been such a crazy blessing to get to know you and Marcus and Ashley and so many that are here right now. And, uh, um, anyways, I'm excited. I'm excited for today's session. I'm actually a little nervous because I've got someone that's the most special person in my life. Um, on this earth that i get to have you hear from that doesn't speak very much um but she built a 30 million dollar business last year right 30 million in her second year and she's always been more of the soul means and i'm not gonna she said more introverted especially when you get to know me, right? I'm more extroverted. Um, so I'm excited to have you here and learn how she did that from scratch, like literally just got started with an, with an idea. And it's been such a, a such a blessing to so many thousands of women's lives. In fact, over, I think, 35 to, I think now over 40,000, but the last number was 35,000 women and growing like crazy. Thousands of women are joining just in the United States with her business. And so we're going to learn about that. We're going to talk about how for those of you that want to truly learn how to scale your income, your business, your wealth, but more importantly, and this is that this is our jam. I finally, my wife and I finally realized this year what our, our jam is. We don't want to build, we don't, we, we don't, we, we are not the hyper focused on business only we're hyper-focused on what God calling is for us. So we don't want to just show you how to create wealth. We want to show you how to do it while having a life. So we've come to realize that from a coaching perspective, our our jam, our niche is how to build your life, how to like plan out your life, and then build the business around the life, around your children, around that. And so many of us, and I'll just say this, Kim and I, my wife and I, we are not experts at this. In fact, we've struggled for literally, we've been married for 25 years this year. We're both going to be 50 years old if we feel like we're 20, right? We feel we work out like we're 20, but we feel we feel like we're just getting started in life and we feel like we have a second chance in life because we have been striving our whole life. Like we, most most of our career, like 80, 90% of it now, it's only been the last few years where we've figured out how to, the life part of it. And let me just be really clear. We didn't figure out the life part of it because we reached a financial pinnacle milestone where it's like, okay, let's figure out life now. I find that that usually doesn't work because if you're addicted to the grind, like we've been, if you're addicted to just money scaling, let's grow, let's get to that one, this utopia of a place. We always thought there was this utopia. Like if we hit a million a year, that's the utopia. If we hit this, it's the utopia. If we build this big, it's the, no. Once you get there, you realize it's like, oh my gosh, let's go grind some more. In fact, when I got married to my dream wife, i'm like let's just take off a month and not go on our honeymoon let's get to another financial milestone monthly right and then we'll go on our honeymoon where we can go like a baller well that month turned into two and that those two months turned into a year and that year turned into 10 years and then we're like we're going to bora bora and only because of a business colleague had a house in bora bora and she said we can go so that was literally our first honeymoon and then we took a few days to go to the Nui Nui and it was amazing. But 10 years later, it was kind of a somewhat of a, of a wedding. So we've lived this journey of making millions of dollars, but being homeless practically four times. And it's been a crazy roller coaster ride that absolutely it was our fault and we could have taken, I could have taken better responsibility and pivoted differently, saved differently, done a whole bunch of different things. And we're going to talk about some of those things, but more importantly, how do we, how do we create wealth while having a life? But before we get started, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. I would love before we bring up the guest speaker and someone I'm, I'm excited to have you learn from and she's um you know love this but uh, what I want you to do is those see those arrows down there at the bottom? Could you I wanna see who's sharing the room. Go ahead and click that arrow. I'm gonna do it right now. Uh one sec. I got my audio thing on. Um share that's how fast you can do a title so put in put in a title something that's shocking something that's around scaling wealth or learning how to have a business around lifestyle and fun and adventure because that's what we're going to be talking about here really briefly um and i've got some things that depending on how much time we have um i'm gonna because i know i know this person doesn't have much time and by the way if you haven't figured it out by now this is my beautiful bride when we we were we had we finally after 10 years reached over a seven figure Business in coaching in 2017, and because we were just ro- running at the seat of our pants, and we didn't. Everybody kept saying, "Increase our prices." So this is a good tip for everybody: increase your prices. I because I had a poverty mindset. Some of you, some of you are like, "How could you have?" I hear a hot mic. Who's that? Who's the hot mic? Okay, uh, because I had a poverty mindset. And some of you are like, how can you have a poverty mindset if you make over a million a year? You can, trust me. Um, because I didn't charge the value of what our products were worth. And it's very difficult if you're trying to be the most frugal, inexpensive products. I'm like, I want to offer the best value at the lowest prices. I'm like, and and what that did is we had to work 10 times harder to make a million dollars a year and it was very, very difficult to scale with the right profit margins, because, again, we were on low profit margins with low ticket pricing. Our events were low ticket. Even though we would fill up our events, it was very difficult to scale. So when, and then when Facebook changed everything, we didn't know how to run Facebook ads. We, were, we hired a company. They couldn't handle our capacity. So we went from making a million dollars a year to a half million a year, and some you're like, well, that's still not bad, right? Our overhead, we staffed up to over a half million. Our overhead was a half million a month. So if we didn't make over a half million a month, I mean a year, that we, you know, we were struggling financially. And at that moment, the story kicks in right now of the guest speaker, which happens to be my beautiful bride, my wife, uh, Miss Kim Challen. And I want her to just, she's got only had a few minutes, so I'm gonna see if I could sneak in as much time. And she's right below me, by the way. Her name's Kim um so first off hi beautiful
10: hey babe thank you so much
8: (laughs) you guys have no idea like she uh you have no idea she is like every time we used to do seminars she would never necessarily want to ever speak right and i've been babe we lost i know i got a phone call we 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 um I always think I'm like, I went to Toastmasters, I went to speaking club, I'm like, practice my speeches. I'm so damn good. And we would always get surveys of my wife who never wanted to speak, right? Never. And then she would speak and we took a survey. I'm like, oh my gosh, people are gonna love my speeches. People are gonna love my my powerful keynotes because we had a ton of amazing speakers that would come to our events, right? Really well-known speakers. And literally the survey would always say, my wife was always the best speaker, right? So Kim, so first off, say hi, honey, and um, share with everybody why, for the first time ever, because you've never said, like, I'll just, I'll just tell this part of the story, and then I want you to kick in and just share that part of the story. So, so we were sitting in our office. And I remember it was like yesterday, and we were struggling. We we're stressed. we were struggling in our marriage because we we're so just like we don't want to go through this fourth time of having high highs and then low lows financially. And she just looked at me and she's like, I feel called to starting something on my own. And I'm like, are you crazy? Right? Like every supportive husband, I'm like, are you crazy? Cause she, ran, she pretty much ran our company. Honey, what, what gave you, and by the way, thank you for doing this, but what, what gave you the confidence at that moment when you've always been more of like raising babies, behind the scenes, cleaning up my messes, what, what gave you the confidence to start that at that moment?
10: Yeah, so first I just want to acknowledge Marcus and Ashley who just spoke and fricking knocked it out of the park. Every time I listen to you guys, I I get that that ounce of like I got this, I can live bold, and so you always speak to me. So thank you. And so I want to share a little bit of my my journey with fear because I have battled it my entire life battled it like even I do today still like when Tom asked me to share right before this like two minutes before everything in me is like can I just go hide in a closet somewhere and not do this so it's it's real and I I really I know that there are so many people who are walking through this life powerless and allowing the enemy to silence their voice because that was me for so many years and I, like I said, I still battle it today. So, for whatever reason, I have no idea where it came from. I went through school terrified, like afraid of people. I just wanted to be unseen and unnoticed. I just wanted to survive getting through middle school and high school. And I swear, I don't know. It's like, maybe it's it's something silly from my childhood. Like I I got teased for having buck teeth or something silly like that, right? That I allowed the enemy to just use as this tool. Like people are scary. (laughs) And at the age of 18, I landed network marketing in financial services where you cannot hide. Like you have to learn how to talk to people. You have to learn how to connect to people. You have to go out there into the world and be friendly. And so it's it's powerful when you say yes to something like how much God can begin to work in your life. And so he did, he, he began to work in my life and I started to get myself out there and and really learning and growing and speaking here and there. And then I meet my amazing, powerful husband, Tom Challen. And we end up meeting in network marketing. We get married and I realize this guy's such a rock star. I could just live in his shadows. I could just like kind of slip back in my comfort zone and, and live here and raise babies. And, <laughs> and I have to like put myself out there anymore. And so I, I did that. I was, I was now I, we worked together he was more the face and i was the net and the support of the business and that's where i was comfortable until about 6 or 7 years ago we we're doing seminars and speaking and he goes he goes babe you're going to speak at our next event i said what he goes yeah you're going to speak on fear and i said oh no you've gone too far now i said i will i will not i will not do that because i'm too afraid right? And he's like, and he kicked me out. Like he literally kicked me. He's like, you're doing it. You need to speak on this. And so it really challenged me to start learning and growing this area and saying, why am I, why am I struggling and battling with this so much? And I realized through that, that it's just like fear is a four letter word. Fear is a lie of the enemy. Fear not is mentioned 365 times in the bible like god knows we're going to fear this but the biggest revelation for me was that fear is never going to go away it's something that I, no matter where you're at in life and how successful you are there's always a next level and it should scare you and it's something you learn to move through and that was the aha moment for me was okay i can take a step terrified and when you do that and you realize that didn't kill me right i did that i'm not i'm still alive I'm not dead. And then you take another step and you take another another step. You learn how to move through all of that. And if it wasn't for you, babe, forcing me to get out there, challenge me, learn and grow, speak on fear. Um, I probably would not have said yes to this this, um, this opportunity to partner with our newest project, to partner with the company and the owner I was so terrified. I was so terrified. And if I hadn't gone through those years of, of learning and growing, there's no way we'd be, you know, 35,000 almost 40,000 women across the nation and, and doing what we're doing today. So, thank you, babe. <laughs>
8: that's awesome, honey. I love it. Um so so talk about that. And by the way, I'm so unbelievably proud of you and thank you for coming up and sharing this. So tell me tell me what wh- how did you start this? Like what did you like, what, do you, what are you doing? Just tell everybody really, really quick what you're doing.
10: So um, in November 2019, I had the opportunity to help launch a new athleisure. It's a women's movement around athleisure and fashion. And it's incredible to me how powerful clothing is. Like how when you get into, like, I didn't realize this before I launched the, the company, but it empowers women when you are in clothes. It's like this armor that you wear, and you show up different, you feel more bold and confident and sexy. And so um, I'm really passionate about it. But um, yeah, we're, we're helping launch this women's movement first in the US and then globally around the world.
8: That's awesome, honey. So what, what do you think has been the number one thing that if we can go back in our crazy journey of having, making a lot of money, creating wild fun lifestyle, but literally was it six or seven years ago, honey, we were sleeping in John Valenti's um, (laughs) spare bedroom, you and I, and our four babies were uh, crowded in one small room all together in their home because we didn't have a home to live in. And we were paying them a little bit of rent, but just basically living in our friend's home because we were broke. What, if we can go back 25 years, Mm. what would we do different that that someone needs to hear about right now?
10: So I'll answer it. Maybe you can answer it too, babe. Cause, cause I'm, I'm just thinking real quick, what, what we would do different is stay the course of even when times get tough or ugly, or, you know, let's say you're, you're, you're doing something and all of a sudden you just lost your passion for it or you just whatever. Now I'm not saying call, God doesn't call you to pivot but i think it was our own flesh so many times where we didn't see something through and we would shift and we would pivot and we'd get burned out and so i don't know i i think i would stick things through even when they got ugly to the point where and i would i would definitely invest in a mentor to learn how to be financially good stewards we 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 were (laughs) both tom and i if we made money and we've made millions we would Spend it like it was a. You always call it like it's a hot potato. Like hot we would potato. spend it, and we would invest, and we get the big house and the cars and the, you know, this lifestyle we weren't ready for or, or ready to handle. So I don't know how. How would you answer that, babe?
8: Mm, I would. I would say that I would, uh, no matter what, bank tw- at least twenty to thirty percent off the top of everything we make, and never increase our expenses like if I had to start life over, I would probably move back to Ohio or Kansas and not live in beautiful San Diego. I'd I, I, uh, I, would, I would probably live where I can bank 20 to 30% of my income no matter what and pay ourselves first and do all the things that we knew how to do and keep our expenses so unbelievably low and keep such a micro narrow focused on compounding sales and then use that extra money that we weren't blowing on a million dollar home or the cars or all the crazy, stupid stuff that we done when we thought we had the money, but we didn't, we just were trying to impress. I would, I would have um, invested into people hire, And we always, we'd always hire my wife and I, because, because we, we both struggle with, again, we'll talk about poverty mindset if we have some time here, because we both are in we have generations of a lack poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. We would always want to pay people very inexpensively we would always try to hire the cheapest person the up-and-coming person take a chance with the young person that's our assistant or executive assistant or social i hear a hot mic i don't know if that's you baby but we'd always hire people too inexpensively and try to train them but we're so busy trying to get sales and keep this and we would always have to keep rehiring people and we never paid them enough money so i'd pay people a lot more and do a whole bunch of things this is a long subject but Anyways, beautiful. Um, one more quick quick question, and then I'll let you go, because I know you had a Zoom coming up here at the top of the hour. The question is, as we work with hundreds of thousands of people over the last 27 years. What do you think the biggest limiting belief that most people have, not just you, like of all the people we work with, even in our current company, what, what's shocking that people have as a limiting belief that you see as a pattern in most people? What, what are your thoughts on that, baby?
10: I think the biggest one I see is not believing in themselves, just not, not believing in themselves and, and allowing that. Cause it, it all starts with us. It all starts with, um, if like I like I had thinking back, um, having this opportunity. Now when I, when I said yes to launching, um, our, our athleisure business at the time, because we were coaching and at the time, you know, we had just had a million dollar, almost a million dollar a year coaching. And then, and then the industry started pivoting, some things weren't working and we had scaled up to 50,000 a month in overhead. And when we weren't making that it dipped below that, um, the pressure of that, that's why I started looking for residual income again. And, um, the, but, but I had to like, almost, I didn't believe, I didn't believe in myself at the time. In fact, I cried on my best friend's shoulder. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Tom's the leader, not me. Who's going to follow me? Like, I literally didn't, didn't believe in myself. I battled that so much. And I think we, we say no before we ever get to where we can say yes. And God can use our yes. Because at the time, you know, Tom and I, for the first time, we would be on two different pages in business, which we've never, we've always worked side by side. And um, anyhow, I I just feel like if we could just literally know that God created us to be powerful and bold, like Marcus and Ashley talk on, and that he'll equip you, even though you feel like you're not equipped, he'll equip you as you go if you just say yes.
8: Pew, pew, pew. Awesome, baby. Well, thank you so much for popping on here. I love you so much. And by the way, for these that popped on, it's my wife Kim below me here. She's not just in the picture with me. Finally, she's actually right below me here. And um, we got, to, anyways. Uh, so, thank you so much, beautiful, for for popping on here. And and by the way, it's so funny. You know, Nate is the funnel guy, and I got to get with Nate about building a funnel for us. We actually have a full. This, this is a crazy, funny story. We still have our coaching business. We still have a ton of residual customers and we're, we're launching that up because god's given us a clear purpose on how to help people scale passive income scale your lifestyle because we're more of a lifestyle type business where you can make a six or seven or maybe even up to eight figures is our goal this year built from a coaching perspective as well as obviously the clothing company but more importantly our whole jam is to how to how to build your social media how to build your company how to grow your income but also literally have a life. In fact, what my wife and I's favorite statement is, the more that you learn to actually live the way that it's possible to live, like literally your dream board, live your dream board today, no matter what your budget is. And obviously you can't maybe jump in a jet today, but you could live your dream board to an extent every single day. And imagine your social media came around your lifestyle where you're actually not trying to grind out social media in front of your hot light, in your office, in the same spot, but you're actually living life as, as an adventure. And that may not be your things, right? My wife's a homebody. I'm, I loved more of the adventure, but you can literally, however your life wants to be, you can learn to build your. That's, our, that's our, our jam for our coaching business. Um, but with that said, what's the reason why I gave you that big story is we've been, we get so focused on doing simple things. We haven't even put together a capture page or a marketing page for our athleisure brand, for women that want to partner with us, like a really, um, like a real fancy one, even though we have a full-time staff that could do that for us. It's so funny, isn't that funny, honey? Isn't that crazy, we haven't even got like, every day we're like, okay, let's get, our, let's get our marketing going. Like we didn't even post on social media for 10 months because we were such a, Kim started with 13 women and those 13 women just started sharing with other women and it just grew into this crazy movement of over 30 million in sales last, last year and growing like bananas. But the reason why I say that is if you, we do have something up above and I think we, I'm like, honey, put up something like we got to find something. So we have a more of a, it's a very detailed form. But if you want another passive income, you want a side hustle or call it what you want. You want to learn how to maybe build a career and work with amazing women, right? And a lot of the coaching that my wife and I do, like our main coaching program that teaches people how to scale their passive income, where you could take one year of results of what you really want to do in business, but compress it into under 11 weeks. That's just kind of the way that my wife and I work. We love to compress things and get the same results in 11 weeks that a lot of people can do in an entire year. So we work 11 weeks, then our goal is to take off a full month every single quarter. So we got over four months off uh, throughout the year. But all that's free if you decide to partner with my wife's athleisure brand. So if you love fashion, you love fitness, although you don't have to be fit. Um, Whether you have experience or not, whether you've been in sales or not, if you're interested in that, click the link above and fill out your detail. you will be working directly with my wife, Kim, and myself, of course. you will be working with both of us on how to really scale a secondary income. You don't need a ton of overhead. You don't need to buy a bunch of stuff. Just basically wear the clothes yourself, and then we show you how to share it out to the world, either using social media or not, doesn't matter. But anything any last final words honey you want to share so the link is by the way the link is right above uh it says partner with us and again not a real fancy form but it works you're talking uh,
9: about lifestyle before kim leaves i want to hear all about y'all's exciting adventures coming up in your van life that i know kim's
8: excited <laughs> about <laughs> honey
10: oh my gosh he rents this rv like he goes glamping at a men's retreat for church everybody else is intense and it's raining and it's freezing and he's got this rv this a uh, Van, built-up van, and then he's he, he's like, come meet me at the beach. So we went and had date night in the van over the weekend. It was fun. It was actually a lot of fun. Do I want to do it full time? Like Tom's dream is, let's sell everything. Let's just do van life. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I'll do it, but
3: I if need a the van is do. a rocking. Don't come and knockin'
10: Knocking. <laughs>
8: That's right. I couldn't get the van to rock in. She says, no, no, no. We live 11 miles from home. Let's go in our bed and rock the bed. I'm like, honey, we're on the beach. We got like blinds. We got wine. We can like do full date experience right here. Do you, do you want to go down that road, honey, and talk about that or no?
10: No, let's not because I'll probably get shredded. I'll lose that argument.
8: <laughs> uh, if you, you got to sell your home, I'll
9: buy my own Sprinter van and I'll tag along. We'll go all around the country.
10: We'll go caravanning. We'll go caravanning across the country, right?
8: <laughs> like, I, I know, I, I did. I don't know if, like, if I spend, you know, all this money on a van, if, if I'm gonna get my beautiful bride to go around this van, you know, the country with me. So we'll see. But yeah, our whole goal, Nate, this year and for sure next year, this like this year and next year is to, like, literally we're planning out adventures. Well, I am. Kim doesn't know about all these adventures, but like we're doing all these crazy adventures around the country and around the world and just taking, we're learning how to build our business very virtual and our system's very virtual for all our social media. So anyways, thanks beautiful for for coming on. Anybody have any quick questions for Kim before we let her go? I know she's dying to go, but um, any other quick questions for Kim? Just go ahead and flash your mics real quick. I don't have a
5: question, but I have a comment awesome Um,
8: sally what's up hi
5: tom hi kim uh thank you guys so i i my comment is that i know why kim is popular in her when she comes up and speaks and i'll tell you what her voice honestly the inflection of her voice the tone of her voice is that perfect kind of um hosting television kind of voice like i could totally hear you do radio even though you you don't have a face for radio because you're too way too beautiful but your voice is exquisite and i'm not just saying that it's very calming and sweet and like i would listen to anything you have to say and so that might be the reason why people love anything that comes out of your mouth <laughs> i say. would second
1: that and i hear a lot of voices
10: <laughs> wow i that means so much to me sally market like i've never actually had that compliment before and as i hear myself i always that's the one thing i don't like so that actually really helps me thank you so much appreciate that
8: you're welcome it's true honey you don't even know who sally is sally is like badass she's a producer she's a director she's uh a mentor to teen girls she's like amazing and great speaker professional speakers and of course marcus is as well
5: I, i'm the one that i'm so. the one that's going to develop your reality show
8: one day that's you know, who i am Oh my God, Sally, no joke. We're in the market for that. We actually have a friend that's potentially looking at putting together that as well. And you're in LA. Is that right? Uh oh, Where'd Sally go? Sally, what happened? Just looking <laughs> at my, <laughs> my thing. Um, what did you say, Tom? Oh, as you say, you're in LA, right? I'm in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you got to come, um, you have to come uh oh so you gotta come visit us
5: yeah i i would love to come visit you guys and just kind of see you guys in real life i met you at, at haley dobson's house oh my once, gosh but i i think just hanging out with you guys and being around you will will help me you know think about different ideas but i'm sure that i'm not the first but you guys are definitely a
8: reality show in the making okay, let's do it let's talk about it for real awesome let's go let's go all right well, thank you. Thank thank you. Beautiful for coming, for coming here. And, and last minute, I know this, you know, but thank you. I love you so much and appreciate you. And I'm, you changed our life in so many ways and I'll see you in a few minutes. Thank <laughs> you. thanks, baby.
10: Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.
8: Awesome. Any comments, feedbacks, any moderator speakers, any, anything questions or any comments or anything you want to share really quickly before we do a real quick transition. I'll jump and, in Tom and real quick. Yeah, do that. But give me one more. One quick second. Actually, I forgot about one thing. I forgot to read everybody who's been sharing the room. I want to honor. Oh, my gosh. Coach Kim, thank you so much. Fear is something to learn. Move through Kim Challenge. Thank you so much for sharing the room. Sheila, thank you. Who else? By the way, for, the, for those of you who haven't shared the room, I always share the room when I'm learning, when I'm listening, when I'm, when I'm just sitting here. All you have to do is click those arrows there below. There's 231 amazing humans that have done this here with the Breakfast of Champions and the social media room with Mr. Nate Forrest. All you have to do is click click those arrows there below, those two arrows, click Share on Clubhouse. Put something short, simple, quick. Uh, click if you want, shocking if you want, or just hit Share if you want. But I'd love to read everybody that's doing that real quick, and then I'd love to hear from that person just a second here. I'm going to click on the Insights, and I'm going to see who just shared the room Thank you, Penny, for sharing the room. Nate Forrest shared the room, even though he's not feeling good. Thank you so much for sharing the room. And then also, who else was that just shared the room? Um, the media spa professional always shares room. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you for sharing the room. Jeff, the amazing entrepreneur. Tom just said what? And Nate is out of the forest. <laughs> You should like that one? That's awesome. So thank you so much uh, for all, those of you that share. And I'm gonna come back and do that again. Okay, who was that that Mike, that would like to share real quick? That
11: was me. <laughs> good, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon. My gosh, wonderful David Spizak and Glenn and all of you, Marcus. Loving being here. Um, I'm laughing because it's like you laughed about the Nate Forrest joke. Um, But Tom, you know what Sally was saying, I'm paraphrasing is she said, Kim, by the way, you were beautiful with your share. And I agree 100% with Sally. You have such a lovely, lovely voice. And what Sally was saying, Tom, was that she could listen to anything that Kim says and with you almost anything that that you say <laughs> you're supposed to laugh tom that was just a joke <laughs> just wanted to make sure you t- you're paying full Thank attention you. but anyway no so so yeah absolutely you guys are amazing awesome it's just um i'm reading i was just reading the bio and the and and i'm just blown away four million in sales a month this is so incredible and you guys are so sold out for god that is the most important thing and just 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 loving it my quick question to you is um first question is about shares it, is it not cool to share more than one time like i shared the room earlier at the beginning of the hour that's question number 1 i mean so maybe one time or is is it, is it okay to share a couple times every 60 uh,
9: like... seconds sorry go ahead share uh louis <laughs> share every 60 seconds <laughs>
11: Oh my God! And you're not well, Nate. Oh wow. Anyway, um, okay. Thanks, thanks for that. And secondly, Tom, I wanted to ask you. I know you've talked about your athletic, um, your your company. Uh, don't mind me asking. I hope it's not a dumb question, but um, what exactly were you looking for recruits to basically sell your athletic wear? Is that kind of the bottom line? If you could just touch on that, please. I'll be great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So- I it. this is
8: Louise. Thank you so much. Yeah. So not necessarily just sales like affiliate marketing is sales or direct sales. It's a little bit different than that, where women can sell it just like an affiliate link and make up to 32%. But the way that our business model works is you could actually run it as your own business and you get your own 10 or 1099 for tax purposes. So you could write off your business expenses for travel and then you can earn the ongoing residual base of all your customers. So it's not just a one-time sales. It's not just a traditional sales. Plus, what makes it different is a lot of your customers say, "Hey, I might want to market the product as well because they love the clothing," and then they can become a brand ambassador. So you not only get paid on your customers, you get paid on their customers as well, and that's how it compounds. Kind of like Exp Realty or Keller Williams Real Estate. It works in that kind of model where you can almost become your own business owner and bring in other partners and and brokers and get paid residual based on their their efforts as well so that's how we've been able to leverage 30 million in sales and make a percentage of pretty much all of it without having to continually sell and sell and sell in fact i think my wife and i have less than 50 customers you know in the last two years but we focus more on partners that want to own their own business the cool thing is you don't need a bunch of overhead either so all you do is basically just shop, buy some clothes for yourself, become a product of the product, and we teach you how to how to share it with other people.
11: Tom, that is so incredible. Thank you. And I love how you speak so fast and just make total sense with everything you say. And, you know, I just love your spontaneity. It's just, you know, you crack jokes all the time, and it just makes it so much fun, so much more fun. So thank you so much. I wanted to say something as important. I just lost my thought. But anyway, I will pass it on. And when I come back, you know, it'll be all good. Bless you guys. Love you. Love you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank
8: you. Thank you appreciate
2: that very Can much. I real quick, Tom? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. You guys, what you guys are discussing today is, um, I mean, it's releasing so much endorphin in my body. I don't even know what to do. I mean, I've got so much written down, but I'm just going to touch one of the two, um, latest ones. Um, Tom, um, regarding your, um, industry, uh, my name is Olo Johnson, by the way, the vice president of the help team, the nonprofit organization. We're presently in Africa. So, with your company, I'm wondering how we can do, we can discuss um, transfer of value chain um, to Africa. And um, perhaps if you're looking into um, uh, um, expanding your, your platform all the way from manufacturing of the textile to the stitching, et cetera, that is one. And then, two, wow. Regarding the reality TV, oh my God, I think our organization should um, is in the prime seat of that because I think if we're doing what we're doing and the whole world can visualize and can see how hectic, how real, how, how, how challenging other people are living and existing, I think this will raise the stakes of how humanitarian work is done globally so i'm very very interested in that platform of the reality tv if anybody interested to put that together is ready to um, dm me and then tom if you want to drive that as well i think it will be very very important for this platform for everybody to see what is really happening and what we're doing in africa i'm olo johnson i hear the mic while i get answers for those questions
8: awesome I'm so sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I what was the first? What
8: was the what main question that you had? I'm sorry
2: regarding your um regarding your company. Congratulations to you and your wife. And um, I was wondering if we can if you're looking into a value chain transfer to Africa because we have collaboration with the Confederation of Cooperative where we have four million people, four million workforce. That we could work with and um, expand the industry and perhaps to go into the um, textile making directly, Got whereby it. we can, you know, and stuff like well, that. Well,
8: this is probably another another time, another place of conversation, but I'll just say this: my wife and I, our jam is the building culture, movement, and the teams, and the training, and the recruiting, and the the sales part of it. And then we have we don't we don't do any of the logistics, operations, manufacturing. We don't even we don't we don't get involved in that at all so it's not not our part of the company we just are the founding brand partners of the actual team in the sales par- process of it so i wouldn't know anything of what's going on except for of course where the products are made and all that kind of stuff and the, cl- the quality and if it's a fair trade and all that kind of stuff so i don't know all the details of that but hit me up on the back channel that'd probably be the best thing to do
2: fantastic i have already awesome thank you for what was your first name by the way too i don't see your name in your bio. Ola Johnson. Ola Johnson. O-L-A Johnson. We're an organization from awesome.
8: England. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to wrap up. We got, we're going to, and then maybe we could ping around the room if anybody else wants to share yep. on how they, if anybody else builds a lifestyle company, if in any mo- moderators, if you can give a tip or something here as we kind of wrap up the room here in the next 10 minutes, and I don't know if we're transitioning. Nate, who's the next transition to, or or is there a transition?
9: The next transition is the
8: rest of your day. You know, we are shutting <laughs> it right. down. Good. I, I got five hours of content to put you guys in this here. No, so I'm kidding. I'm going to go 10 more minutes and I'm done. But I want to share I want share one quick story and then maybe Jeff or um, anybody else, if David's still here, uh, that want to share on some strategies to not just making money, not just scaling a business, but how do you really not overstrive? Um and i'll just tell you for me working in a business and i don't know if anybody has ever experienced this for me and i'm not an alcoholic so i'm only using an analogy but it's the it's the best that i can think of for me at least is for me work it, it, being a striveaholic is almost like being an ex-alcoholic working in a bar like it's it's like very difficult to do for me and i'm and again the, what i mean by that is because there's there allure a lure to Always want to just keep working. Always want to get to that next income level or that next whatever that that benchmark is from a sales perspective or whatever that benchmark is from a social media perspective. We also become like literally like crack addicts in a sense of like having to you know drive that social media. We almost get blinded. And the thing that is so hard to do, and if I can, and especially if you are younger, is you can scale, get massive results. Compressed time frame, but also have a life as well. And I'm going to go through some a couple quick things. The first thing, the very first thing that I want to share with you is, is my you know my wife and I have studied the psychology of why do so many people get stuck in everything. Like why do why do people get stuck with their social media? Why do they get stuck in running a company? Why do they get stuck in building their network marketing business or starting their brand or what is the number one thing? And I and I always the biggest thing is i remember when my my daughter she was one of the fastest runners in california right when she was a little girl and still all the way through high school she was one of the fastest distance runner because my wife and i, I mean, my daughter and i started running when she was like 9 years old started picking it up when she was 10 11 and 12 years old and i would just 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 run with her and just say what was possible because i knew approximately what was what was possible for you know her being young and always running with her up in the mountains when we lived in the sierras by yosemite national park and so when we did our first 5K race, when we did our first 5K race, I was used to running distance races, and I'm like, "Honey, the here's what you want to do." And I know your timing because you're like in the in really fast mile pace, like six minutes, five, five, late fives, early sixes for you know 11, 12 years old, which is pretty good. She has she could probably be in the top 10 or 15 or 20 for sure of the 10,000 people that were signed up for this race. And I'm like, honey, you got to be in the front row, like even if you feel like you're not the fastest, even if you think you're not worthy, you've got to be, if you have the, if you want to have the best chance to do your best race, you got to at least start at the starting line. But here, you know what she did? I, I told her exactly what to do. And she was going up to the front of the lines, got a little crowded. She had to push through people to try to get through and she ended up being about 2000 people behind the starting line. And in her mind, I asked her later, she's like, oh, no, I, I knew I could have just jumped up there real quickly. And but the challenging is as soon as that gun goes off, if you've ever run any kind of marathon, Nate, or half marathon, Nate, or anybody else, you know that if you're not close to the front, you're in the herd. And, and why do you think my daughter was in the herd? Right? What do you think the number one reason? Anybody know? Why she was didn't start in the starting line because of fear, fear, right? She was she she doubted herself. She had fear, and because of that, she wasn't even she didn't even give herself the best chance to compete because she had to wait for that gun to go off. And when, when you're two thousand people behind, you're about a minute, sometimes two or three minutes before you even get to the point where you're at the starting line. The number one thing, and I talk about this a lot. Especially when it comes to social media, people always say, "Tom, how did you not only finally figure out business, we figured out business, but how did you finally or I shouldn't say we figured out business to be honest, I'm just figuring out business, right i i I need to figure out business more from someone like David Spizak, who's up above, one of the biggest best mentors on the planet for what you know for what we do? I need to, I'm still figuring out business, but I did figure out how to do one thing, get out of fear as much as possible, get out of the ego as much as possible. Still still, still struggle with that and control. But really, just if you're going to do social media, if you're going to start a lifestyle business, you got to start on the starting line. And the number one thing and I'm learning this from a friend of mine, it's such a blessing, I learned I, I met a person on this app named Haley Hobson. In the same time, I met someone named Shanna Sumpner and Ash, her husband, who's amazing. And I get I get the privilege to not only be friends, with them, just see them behind the scenes, run their multiple eight figure, soon to be nine figure business this year and next. I get to see them. And the number one thing that I've heard a million times, but for some reason, I'm watching two people, Shanda and Ash, do it right in front of me. She does things at the speed of thought like she is so fast when it comes to, okay, now I got to put together a seminar. Boom, there's the title. Okay, I'm gonna, I gotta do a, a three-day summit. Boom, there's the date. Boom, there's, should I do three-day summit, five-day summit, 21-day summit, two-week summit, blah, 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 boom, there. boom, just think, just go. So the one thing that I've learned that I, I, I remember back in the day, my nickname was Tom Green. And if you ever study personalities, there's this one personality type that is the analytical. And in my personality studies that I was listening to back then, it was the analytical was green. And if you know me, <laughs> I am the least analytical person on the planet, like very impatient, very not detailed. But people used to think that I was Tom Green. You, And the reason why is because I would overthink shit so much. And because of ego, I wanted to be perfect ego means i i I was worried about what people would think of me ego and control means that i would always go slow and the way that i'm finally and I, i i always say this but i wish i wasn't 49 years old i wish i would have learned this in my 20s that it is you don't need and and warren buffett talks about this all the time i could not believe that what warren buffett said warren buffett said to be one of the top investors in the world you need you need to cut your IQ in half. So if you're smart IQ to be a world class investor, you don't need all that intelligence. So what does that say for us that run social media, like putting content out, putting a reel out, putting, putting Facebook to running companies is, is, is not easy. Nothing is easy. Right. But the processes and the pieces can become simple and it becomes infinitely more simple if you're not stuck in the logic, if you're not stuck in the analyzing and overtraining and overthinking and over wondering, and of course, which turns, if you do any of that, you'll turn to over fear, which means that if you're going to win the race, you're, you're most likely going to be ending up two to three to 4,000 people behind just because of the doubt, the indecision, the fear. And I'm come to realize, no matter how much ADD you think you have or ADHD you think you have or how much people have put you down or failed or, or whatever. And I'm speaking a lot to myself right now, but I'm sure this is translating to some of you because some of you have so much talent. You have so much of a gift. You were designed. If, this, when, if any of you get this, you were designed in the image and the likeness of the creator of the world. You were designed by God specific. And he only designed you, right, for a very particular purpose. Now, he doesn't necessarily need you. He didn't design you because he could do all of it himself. He could work through other people to get it done. But he made you specifically with every blind spot that he knew you would have, every weakness or thing that's not perfect because we're humans, which means we were designed not to be perfect, for a particular reason which means i'm telling you if you can just get i have so much more notes right now but the thing that i'm getting i just finished a leadership seminar this is the biggest thing i got out of it i just finished working with shanda and watching her behind the scenes and getting to hear and see this is the number one thing that i'm getting i I just got back from a church conference that literally said and i have heard this literally freaking ten thousand times you are what you think have you ever heard that before we are what we think so if you're yeah. offended let's just say even by me right now let's just say like oh, tom's voice is irritating and I, don't, I must be transparent i get irritated as hell by certain people why because i have an ego and it drives me nuts that, that i could hear their ego why because i have an ego and their ego is bouncing off my ego but what's god's been transforming in the last few months is just to make everything neutral like because I catch myself every time I'm offended by my wife, which is—you think it's not possible when you're married. No matter what, no matter what, you, 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 how do you not get offended or or emotionally by anybody on this app, or a partner of yours in business, or a mentor of yours that you're getting close to, and you realize they're not perfect or anybody. How how do you grow in life? You got to go fast. And for me, my kryptonite is by getting emotionally offended angry wanting to control the process and i catch myself i'm finally god showing me that the enemy has been toying with me my whole life of getting offended which literally builds cortisol in my body like you like when you get offended when you get mad when you get angry when you get when you when you have fear kick in or something like that any of those little emotions which feel so gigantic it floods your body with cortisol And can I just tell you what you can do to be productive the rest of the day? Not much. Stick a fork in it. Now I'm not saying give up for the day, but literally it's hard because your body's trying to repair the damage of the stress and he's trying to put you into fight or flight mode. God's putting this mechanism. You So for me, I just gotta chill out and rest and sleep and go for a walk and chill out. Why? Because I messed up. Because I messed up with emotion. I messed up by by yelling at my spouse, my wife, Who you heard? You heard, you know, for something so stupid, it doesn't matter. So, anyways, I don't know why I went on this like rabbit trail, but maybe, maybe one person needed to hear this. It's it's always getting emotional for things. The key is going fast and not being sidetracked with fear, emotion, ego, ego, my ego, ego will wear you out. It wears you out. If you ever want to have a life and freedom, you want to scale your social media. Ego will always tell you you're not good enough, which is by the way, fear is the cousin of ego. Fear means you're afraid of what people are going to think of you. Fear means you don't think you're good enough. It's all self inward focus, which is exactly where the enemy wants you. He wants you to be fearful, which is just another form of ego. He wants you to think that you like you're going to get to this one place one day where you're going to have everything dialed in in your mind. You're going to have all the confidence in the world, and then you can post the content. Like, if you ever watch my content, it's kind of dumb, right? It's kind of dumb. And it's, but I'll tell you this, it's the one thing I can do to get over my fear and my own ego and my own, what are people going to think in the profession? You're like, I look at David Spizak. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope David Spizak doesn't look at my content. I'm going to be so embarrassed if Glenn Lundy looks at my content. But it blows me away when they look at my content. I don't, know about, I don't know about David, but when Glenn looks at my content, he's like, oh my gosh, I freaking love watching you guys. And I'm like, I, "Like to be honest, I never said this. I never admitted this. I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, really? I'm like, I'm a total dork. Like, but I'm, if, and I've never admitted this. I'm in phase one of just continually shutting off my brain. And I know someone on the staff's is going to go, well, Tom, maybe you should turn your brake on because your content's kind of goofy and weird and cringy. And I get it. I know it is, but I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. I got to keep moving and and I get so much hate. And, I, and I'm sure sometimes I cross the line, especially when I dumped water in my wife's head, um, OK, that was crossed the line. Sometimes I do think I do not think enough. Sometimes I need to think a little bit more. I get it. I get it. But I'm at least moving forward with my normal ish personality. Uh, and I'm I'm almost at phase two where I'm getting over my ego enough, my control enough, my fear enough to start posting what I really want to post. What I feel like God's the next level of what I really want to post uh, on social media is. But for me, I know if I get caught thinking too much and slow down my post because a lot of people give me hate or a lot of people. We got we we you know last night we're sitting in bed, and we got a very scary phone call. That scared the crap out of my wife of someone that was a stalker for my wife, like literally on social media. They found our number, and I got on the phone. And I'm like, "Hi, how you doing?" And they're like, "The words were—I mean, it was scary, right?" So the enemy just wants to take you out with fear and doubt, but um, you got—you got to keep moving forward. You got to start posting without overthinking it. You got to start getting that business going. The smartest people in the world aren't always the ones, they're, they're, not, they're not the ones that run the biggest companies always. They're the ones that took the most action. I mean, you could like Thomas uh, Thomas Ford, uh, Henry Ford, what, if you study Henry Ford, you know, people used to criticize him like crazy back in the day. I'm going to land with this one. Henry Ford used to be criticized like crazy. And he says, well, why don't you do your own accounting? You don't know your accounting. You don't know your books. You don't know... This, you don't, he's like, look, I hit that button right there and three accountants come in the, you know, or whatever the story was. If I hit this button, then my marketing department comes in here. If I hit that button, then this person comes in here. You just gotta be the one that's bold enough. You gotta be the one that's brave enough. And of course you need to learn how to love your employees and how to pay them right and how to, how to lead them with processes and get with people like David Spiesak, get with people like Glenn Lundy, people that know how to scale like a boss to eight figures. I'm not your guy for that by no means. I'm just the guy that knows how to take massive action and find people that can help me figure out and fill in the pieces later. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up and then open up the room. um, If anybody else wants to share before you wrap up the room today, officially that
12: that was for me, man, that was great that you said all that brother, man. Uh, You said one thing that I just want to say that definitely spoke to me. Um, You know, I was just at a business expo going for business and someone was saying, man, your mind when you're driving, which I'm driving right now, actually, does it keep going? And I said, Oh yeah, I'm always thinking something from most in a Tom on Clubhouse. And they go, Oh, you have ADD, you need Adderall, the whole deal, right? And you know, I, I was so close to getting medicated back after, you know i everybody's calling me here. And uh and I didn't and I've been able to do so much more by imperfect action. The one thing that just came to uh where you spoke to me is I'll misspell some stuff by just putting out a thing all the time. And I really, it doesn't bother me. Like, I know how to spell. I just type it out. And I've actually been slowly releasing a PDF book now because I brought in an editor. And I take it, it annoys me. I'm kind of like you, Tom, right? So I think I know I'm just going to publish the thing. If there's misspellings or grammar errors in it, let's just go with it. Because at the end of the day, I was doing it more because now I'm, I'm, you know, Jeff, this amazing entrepreneur, right? Like people say. So I'm like, oh my God, now I got to live up to it. But no, I'm human just like uh, like anybody else, man. And, you know, my mind does go a little bit faster than most, right? But it's also a gift. It's why I've gotten to where so far where I've been at, you know? And the Dave Spezak, who I listen to, man, all the time, I'm actually given opportunities now to build in culture and businesses and do stuff that I've never been. Uh, right now. And it's, it's cool because it's just making me stronger by being around minds like yourself by the David's listening and then taking actions. And, you know, I, 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 so I just want to say that spoke directly to me right where I'm at right now.
8: That's awesome. That's awesome, Jeff. It means a lot coming from you, brother. Appreciate you, man. You're a fighter and uh, it's great to get to know you. Can't wait to meet you in person here. soon. Hey, by the way, we have some amazing humans in this room that you all should be following. Definitely make sure you're following Uh, Mr. Glenn Lundy up here in the top left he's the one that built this house at least with the breakfast of champion David Spizak I keep talking about him because he is I mean he doesn't need to be on this app he doesn't need to be pouring into the to the mentorship that he does with so many people here make sure you're following him and if you wanted to learn how to scale your business you definitely want to be following him and clicking on him make sure you follow my good buddy Nate here next to me Uh, he's the one that helped start the breakfast with champion show and he's one of the greatest I call him the, the the influencer of influencers he doesn't He doesn't need to have big channels even though he's growing that like crazy but he's one of the best ways to grow social media is you don't necessarily have to build a big social media account you just need to be friends with people who have big social media accounts right that sounds so much simpler think about that so many people work so hard to build social media what i mean if you want to get a message out just become friends with a bunch of people that got big social media accounts nate forest he's like the best i've ever seen and i know that's not even his thought pattern of why he does it but But man, every time Nate's like, hey, will you buy this? I'm like, sure, Nate, because I love him. And he just anyways. Anybody else want to share? By the way, oh, we have some amazing people here. I see real quick. I see the doc. I saw she's still here. I was just looking at the doc's profile from Beverly Hills here. Oh, yeah. I see Dr. Nancy Lee. Good to see you on stage, doctor. You look like you have a really interesting uh, business, what you do for clients. But someone else wanted to share. Go ahead and say your name and what would you like to share?
11: Is it okay to jump in again?
8: Uh, why, don't we, why don't we keep pinging around the room, if you can, and then let's see if there's anybody else wanting to share, and then maybe we can come back around. Is there anybody brand new that has not shared yet that would like to share that's here? Flash your mics, and I'll I'll uh, pull you up, or just go ahead and say your name and what your, what your thought is.
4: Hello, can I jump
8: in? Yeah, go for it. I know what we put a little pressure on the empathy people do. Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Who's that?
4: Hi. What was your first Hi name? Hi, my name is Ken. Uh, I'm a visual artist, uh, film director, and game designer based in Los Angeles. Um, just to tell you guys about my company and what we do the Books of Ego, we make educational-based and faith-based video games. We are trying to address the need that kids and young people today have a hard time interacting with... Uh, subjects they're learning from school. Um, So um, everybody's on the devices, the PlayStations, the Xbox, the tablets. Um, Nobody's in actual textbooks or even on the faith side, nobody's actually in the actual book anymore, the Bible. So we built a bridge where faith, uh, education, video games and fun can kind of coexist as a mobile app. We recently released our first uh, faith-based mobile app game on the App Store, it's called The Forerunner's Gospel. Um, We took Bible stories, brought it to the the year 2200 to the future, Um, trying to put in a different context for, you know, kids and young people to kind of digest a little bit better. Um, Right now, we're taking it on tour um, with this video game theater uh, industry that's coming up. Um, We basically partner with educators or ministries. Um, We have their kids come in, they play the game, uh, they give us feedback and they get a chance to compete and win some prizes. Um, This is our way of building our faith-based video game community and our educational-based video game community. So uh, we're looking to collaborate with anybody who would be interested in doing the show. Um, On the flip side, as as an artist, we also are dropping some NFTs uh, this spring. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, anybody that's interested in investing in crypto art or collecting crypto art. um, We're doing a piece on Kobe Bryant And the eight people that died with him in the helicopter crash, um, we're looking to donate some of the proceeds to the families and their foundations. We are also doing a Bob Marley piece um, that is essential to his movement, the Rastafari movement, of uh, uh, bringing every black and brown person from around the world, bringing them back to Africa to create a new African nation. Um, Some of those proceeds will be going to building solar panels in Nigeria and Ghana. Um, so, um, yeah, just wanted to kind of introduce myself and my business. And if you would like to collaborate we're always looking for partners and collaborators, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, on my clubhouse profile. And, uh, I guess I heard people were giving some advice. Um, I guess my advice would be, uh, just to get 1% better every day. And that's like my mission. 1% every day is just, um, wake up. What can I do? What one thing can I do today to make my business better? And that could be sending an email, making a phone call. You know, talking on Clubhouse, um, whatever that one percent is, make sure you do one thing today to help your business grow forward. And um, once
8: again, my name is Ken, awesome. and
4: I thank you for the time.
8: You're awesome, Ken. I was looking at your bio. I love what you're doing. I love that you're faith-based. I love that you're your neighbors. So make sure you hit me up on Instagram too. I was trying to follow you on Instagram, but you got a private account. Maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. I, I would definitely consider maybe on, on making that public so we can connect with you better. But thank you for sharing that. Malika, did you have something you want to share? Are you talking to me, Tom? Uh, Malika, no, Malika was unmuted for a second there. Anybody else want to oh, Malika, share?
7: I'm here, hi guys.
8: Hey there, listening. oh, I got Credit Ninja coming in.
7: I, I was listening, I was listening, I was cooking lunch. I'm multitasking, I'm multitasking. But you gave some great information. Um, the gentleman right now that just said that 1%, do that one thing better every day. Um, uh, also resonated with me was um, that all that that get out there and do something on social media that's different and not be afraid because I am my own worst critic. So I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna I am going to take a bit of both lessons I learned today and go out there on social media, especially on Instagram. I'm pretty good on Facebook, but Instagram and TikTok, I'm still like. Is it good enough? I'm I'm not going to get out here and dance because I don't I don't know if I have rhythm and so but I still have something to say about knowing better even being here in clubhouse just know better and we can do better and have better and all of that information and also um, the financial piece about um, living uh, putting away 30% of your income. Um, and, and not being splurged. Like as the money comes in, let's not be a, a big old shopping spree, but putting away 30% of your income, scaling back while you scale up, like scaling back your finances. And uh, so thank you so much for pouring into us today. I always, always get so much great information. When I show up here at the breakfast of champions, um, I follow all the moderators, I love Nate, love Glenn you know, Dora Maria, everybody that comes through, David Speczak, love what you're doing. And so as a single mom that works a full-time job and still trying to pursue my dreams of being an entrepreneur, this is where I come and get fed at every single day. Thank you so much for what you guys do. Have a great day. Thank you,
8: Malika. Thank you for that. Thank you for that share so much. So, what we're talking about, we have some amazing rock stars that just came in the room. We have Monica, we have the amazing Leanne Credit Ninja in the house. We have Giuseppe, who I always love to hear from on this app. What an amazing entrepreneur. But th- hey, for those of you that just came in the room and moderators, anybody with a green bean, I want to ask you a question. How do you scale your businesses, your social media, or whatever you're scaling? But how, like, what are some secrets that you can share with all of us to how do you do it while having a life? Like, how do you not become an overstriver? That's the question. Anybody want to flash credit ninja? Yeah, I'm Giuseppe. gonna. Yeah, I'm,
6: gonna so, I'm gonna. flash in here, Tom. Let's go to
8: let's mind? go to Credit Ninja, uh, who's yeah. amazing, Leanne, and then we're gonna go to Giuseppe.
6: Thank you, Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Nate, for bringing me up, and Glenn. Thank you for having this room open for us so that we can all hang out and have cocktails. And David, we'll have to have that glass of wine soon. Uh, and and the and the honking. Thank you for the sound effect. Whoever chimed in there. Um, I, I got it. i just kind of go with it i just got done with john lee's room uh training in there but um your question regarding scaling i i mean i know a lot of people believe that they could build the their company or their business from the ground up i'm like the other side and, and it's probably gonna upset a lot of people but um, when you're trying to build a business open a business they think they could do it on a shoestring budget budget like they're gonna just Kind of sew the pants as they go and that's where I see a lot of people struggle, you know for me I start with the finances. I find out. Okay, where's my credit now? What how can I optimize it so that I can leverage that to get access to capital and then with that I deploy it to the right People that are experts in those fields and that's how I scale. So for example, let me give you an example If I'm trying to do my social media, I don't know I can't I can't do my media I'm not the person that goes around doing videos and clips and stuff So what I do is look at my finances find out. Okay, I have 2,000 a month or 4,000 a month that I'm gonna go ahead and, and create a team and pay them for their time and give them incentive to grow with me And that way they go ahead and work on my content. They do all of my videos, they do all of my subtitles, they do all of that so that I can look the person that I need to look because as I'm building my brand, that is not my expertise. I recognize it's not my expertise, that's why I set the budget or go find the funding to get that done. So really setting up your budget, I know this is gonna be something no one wants to talk about. They're like, well, I wanna scale. Well, it talks with, when you scale any business, whether it's a traditional business or an online business, the question is, what's how much is it gonna cost for me to scale? Who am I gonna bring in that's gonna be an expert at that? Or who can I trust to handle that component of my business? So Tom, it's all about, Budgeting, finding the right people to go and execute your dream, and then readjusting that because the direction that it takes it may not really bring you uh, the income that you need or the revenue. So you have to shift it and go. Okay, my efforts by by scaling the business this way is actually costing me so much money that it's not giving me the return. I need to adjust that. I need to scale back on that amount of you know people in that particular direction and move them into this area and for those who know like nate knows me i spin fast like when i'm going into a business or a a certain stream of income And I'm scaling and I know that I'm I'm not putting enough effort in that I'll sit back and go okay what do we need to do to shift our budget over to this direction to make this part of it grow because when you are able to grow in that particular area now it's going to be able to feed back into your business to put it in all the other components of your business to scale those areas that need to have attention so shifting directions in the area that needs direction is is where you need to do it's kind of like when you're working out not every day when you work out it's not like you do every exercise of your body you focus on your legs on one day and maybe your abs and then the next day you do your arms and you do um cardio and the other day you might do stretch and you do that but it's all a component of your body you need look at monica look at her abs next to me girl I'm very tempted to 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 uh, punch you in the belly because I know how strong you are. But the thing is, focus on different components of your bo- uh, of your business or body, whatever that is, and 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 then modify and then adjust accordingly. That's my answer. I hope that's not too long. Tom, back at you. That's
8: awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you, Credit Ninja. Yeah, it's hard to build a business with scarcity mindset. I've done it probably too much but we're gonna we're gonna go on the flip side of that because i know giuseppe has runs a very large investment and i think it's real estate primarily but maybe more so giuseppe how do you how do you scale and how do you have a life or do you you know is that even possible you know from your perspective what what are your thoughts on that
13: okay tom thank you so much i i'm very emotional because it's the first time that uh, i talk in this uh, room as a moderator because i started to be in this room when i heard Glenn was uh, homeless, like me, because uh, I don't know if everybody knows. I started to live in USA. I lost all my money. I finished to sleep in the car, but I had a dream. And when you have a dream, don't need to speak the language. You need to remember yourself and you work hard. And uh, in Tinker and Grow Rich, that every single day I read that book, I find the secret. Stop to talking when people don't hear you and take action. When you take action you realize exactly the numbers that you are able because you have knowledge but knowledge is only potential power when you take action when knowledge meet action is exactly not the perfect way how can you realize number on the social media people trust in what you do knowing what you say and sometimes we forget because in the last year people talk you talk you talk you talk you talk but when people say please can you show me your result Don't tell me about your result. And this is exactly what I did, Tom, because today is not perfect yet my English, no? I started last week my TikTok because uh, I had afraid of opinion of other people, and I was uh, stupid because in full video, all people love it, and uh, that is exactly what I want to remember everybody. Social media work in this way. Stop to hear what people say around you about you. Show everybody that you are great. And when people say you use the word Tom, I don't want to learn a two-word in English. Tom, impossible. I give up. I don't know what it means, and I never want to learn this word because when people say it's impossible, they show you that it's impossible for them, not for you. And social is in this way. People trust in you if you show them how you can realize the number. I'm a real estate investor, and I started from zero, and today I have one hundred seven employee. I have a five hundred seven property. And how can trust people in my numbers? Check my YouTube, check my Instagram and absolutely check my TikTok. I show every single day, one property, the address, the numbers. And that is exactly what you want to remember. Integrity, knowledge, consistency, every single day. Doesn't exist Saturday, Sunday, forget 9.00 AM, 5.00 PM. Show them the true story hard work make you in the condition to realize every number if you put two person one is a full knowledge full skill and the other is hard worker always i prefer hard worker of full knowledge that is tom what i did and thank you so much to give me the opportunity to talk uh, today uh, on this stage i'm honored to have a green badge for the first time on this stage this is exactly what i did and the best yet become why because every single day i have a coach help me to increase my capacity to speak in english perfectly because transfer word is one thing speaking like what i miss as motivational speakers is trans vibration what means Remember that people can realize everything they want if only trusting themselves. This is me, this is Giuseppe, and I'm done. Back to you, Tom.
8: So good. Did you guys are are you picking up a pattern? Did you hear what you've heard from pretty much everybody speak today? And by the way, Leanne, Credit Ninja, and Giuseppe came in after some of the other entrepreneurs were talking about that, including myself, about taking action and speed. Did you guys catch that pattern? Isn't that pretty interesting? So make sure if you want to take more action, follow people that are taking massive action like Giuseppe and Credit Ninja and everybody else that you've heard, you know, heard share here on this app. All right. Hey, we're going to wrap up this room here. Um, uh, so my, my wife was in here earlier that did an interview. And again, if you're a woman and you love athleisure wear or you love anything around fitness or fashion, and you want to be a part of a movement of women that are marketing athleisure wear and starting their own business without having overhead, a lot of overhead, except for what you wear personally, then click the link above. And if that's something that you want to learn more info, there's no obligation or anything like that, but my wife will reach out to you or maybe me. If that's something that you're open to helping us expand around the world with our women's movement around a business in athleisure wear, the form says partner with us is right there above. If that's something that you're interested in, make sure you're following the amazing moderators. Make sure definitely you're following Mr. Glenn Lundy and following the house Up here, the club, which is the breakfast with champions, uh, the greenhouse up there. Make sure you're following that. Is there any last uh, actually final final thoughts of any moderators or green green beans real quick before we wrap up? I want to make sure everybody has an opportunity. If they want to share any last thoughts really quick, just go ahead and flash if you're if you're on stage. Otherwise, we are going to wrap it up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for popping in, Giuseppe, and I definitely got to get with you. You're from my hometown. I grew up in Brexville, Ohio. By the way, Giuseppe, do you still buy real estate in Cleveland? Is that still your area?
13: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Ohio is the best for me, for my experience, about rental property. In Florida, I flip a property. I've been flipping over 1,000 properties since 2006 in Florida, and I opened my company, my management company, 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, Tom
8: so interesting what part of cleveland curious
13: watersville watersville um, i have my management company i have all single family homes, suburb area, maple garfield yukley university Heights, uh, uh, between east area and suburb area the rental property but what people in this room need to know that they are very lucky because if you are america you can uh, buy the property tomorrow with a loan and the bank give you the money you imagine Tom only this year 2022. I started to receive the loan from the USA Bank uh, over after I own over 500 property because I'm immigrant wow. yet, no? And that is uh, people are lucky they don't know.
8: And, and Giuseppe, if, 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 if I mean this is more for personal, if anybody else wants to pop off, we're going to be head of the room, but I got Giuseppe, I got Giuseppe live here, so I'm going to take advantage of it for a couple quick. What about apartment buildings? I mean, you hear Grant talk about you, you just go big, multifamily. What, is that your next stage, or what, what do you think about the difference between multifamily and compared to what you do?
13: Okay, first thing, Tom, most important thing. Most important thing is uh, I follow Warren Buffett. I meet personally Warren Buffett because uh, in USA, no one person knows who I am. But in Italy, I was uh, very famous about uh, created the fund for UBS, Union Bank Switzerland. Life insurance is uh, the, the insurance company of UBS, okay? And I meet personally Warren Buffett in 1997 and Robert Kiyosaki and Donald Trump in London. Okay, And like Warren Buffett say, if everybody come on the left, the real money stay on the right. For this, I studied for 12 years, whole market in USA, and I find Cleveland and Detroit, the two big cities in USA, where the price of the property was less of the the time 2008, 2012, super prime time, okay? For this, I started to invest in Cleveland, but 100% of people around me, they say, you are crazy, you are crazy, you are crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I have full knowledge. I was not able to explain in English uh, why I chose Cleveland. Last year, uh, Wall Street Journal said, Cleveland, the best city in USA to invest in rental property. the My market, it's very different, why? Because I bought the property directly with the bank, between my attorney, delinquent taxes. I don't buy the property. I don't buy the property on the market. And uh, you know, you, this is one example of why USA is magic. I start to invest, like I said, 1991. I invested before 2006 in Dubai, the Argentina, Brazil, the UK. But when I touched 2006 USA, I never changed idea. You have the best system of the bank in, in the world. Why? I bought a property one hundred thousand dollars. I fixed the property for thirty thousand dollars. I invested one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. You in USA you refinanced this property after it is a rental. The bank gave you two hundred thousand dollars if, if you think it is impossible, and I give you the, the choice in italy twenty five years I never own over twenty seven property in USA in five years five hundred seven property. sometimes people think is not true. it's not my problem. I have YouTube channel, all address of all my property is the best system ever in USA because bank give you the money if you manage the money in the best way. In Europe, bank give you the money if you have the money. And that is because I chose Cleveland, 27 university, a lot of work. You imagine during pandemic over 3000 people, they move from New York to Cleveland because there are a lot of works. And the market of the rental property, it's magic. I start to invest to diversification in a single family home in the suburb area, single family home in the east area, uh, duplex, triplex, and fourplex. That is um, yet is residential. But this year, like I said, Tom, I bought uh, my first uh, three commercial buildings, 44, 22, and uh, 18 uh, units. Why? Because um, need today I put 30% payment down. You, Tom, if you are American, you can buy the commercial property with only 5% of the payment down. And that is uh, exactly what I want to remember everybody. Knowledge, action, and you can realize everything you want. Giuseppe, awesome. back to you.
8: Well, thank you, Giuseppe. Thank you for coming here. Well, I appreciate that so much. Monica, thank you for being here. Matt, uh, Mr. Nate, of course, um, we're going to wrap the room up. Thank you so much for being on the Breakfast with Champions show today. And of course, social media show with Mr. Nate Forrest and friends. So, appreciate you, uh, everybody, for popping by today, and we will see you tomorrow. So, thank you so much. And we are going to uh, wrap this room up.